Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 237, fresh off too many games, mm-hmm. which, is a, which is a blast. Uh, let, me, let, let us know in the chat if you guys went there. Me, Click, Jordan, Evan, Max, we're all there. MVG and Nate. Well, they just didn't go. Neither did Sean. Sean was there, Sean, well, Sean was there Sean, in laptop form. He was kind of there. He was in the laptop form. Sean was busy doing nothing. Um, but at least this weekend he is moving, so that's why he's actually not on the spawncast tonight. We should see his new setup next weekend. Yay. He said he's gonna have a whole new setup now at this at this place. Um, so I don't know if he's gonna do a tour of like his arcade room or any of that, but you should at least see some of it pretty soon. I, I think starting this week. So that's that's exciting stuff there. Um, today though we have uh, a bunch of things to go over. Mostly, I it was quiet week until Friday. Like Friday, uh, things just absolutely exploded with this Nintendo Switch Online. So we'll talk about that. But I also want to talk about Metroid Dread because uh, I got a chance to play all the way through it. And actually, quite a few of us have had a chance to at least play it now. So I figured we would talk about that. Um, And then I threw Grand Theft Auto Trilogy in there in case we have some extra time. Although I do think it's going to be fully revealed in like the next week or two because there's so much information out there about it at this time. Um, and we do have a sponsor tonight. We're going to thank Honey for sponsoring tonight's podcast. We'll talk more about them in about an hour or so. Um, Evan, you want to start us with a Discord question before we go around and introduce everyone? All right. Uh, we'll start up with, do you think GTA 5 will release on the next Switch after GTA 6 releases? I'm guessing it's a bit of a troll question. <laughs> yeah. That would be funny. I, you know, I, 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 I don't doubt it. <laughs> I feel like that's something Rockstar might try to do. <laughs> I would like to think they'd get GTA 6, though, on the next Switch, just because it hopefully would be capable for it. Uh, let me go around here. MVG, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Great to be here. And we got Max, Streamcast guy. Good to see you back at home after too many games. It was a, it was a blast, fun weekend. And you got the OLED. Finally got the OLED, yes. Oh my gosh, I got to tell you, Dread on this thing looks insane. Yep, yep. Then we got Jordan Fringe. Glad to be here. Good to have Jordan here. We got Miss Click. Hi, I miss you guys. That was too much fun. It was too many games. Was, was was an absolute blast. We got we have Evan, yep, and then we have Nate. Yes, I all right, good. Here. Nate's here. I, I thought you were gonna have to like step away for a bit there after we went live. Okay, I was just stretching. <laughs> oh, stretching. Oh. Yeah, let let us know if you guys, if anyone chat, let us know if any of you were at too many games. We had a panel. It was a lot of fun. I don't think we recorded it. We at least didn't set it up. I think next year, because we're, we're going to go to too many games next year, maybe we'll set up a recording for it so Bring we can then just post online. Maybe, yeah. yeah, I think that's the plan. But we did, we did, it was, so what like you, us, 80, what 80 minutes. at your panel? We, had, we did like Q&A, Q&A, and then we talked about Dread a bit, and then we attempted to get Sean involved by having him Discord call in, which we probably could have got Nate on that too. Got Nate to Discord call in as well in, in that, but uh, it worked out eventually. We got Sean hooked up to the the audio in the room and that was probably a mistake um <laughs> yeah, <so> <laughs> yeah there were there, the <laughs> there were kids in the crowd so yeah. oh, little no. kids <laughs> exactly oh no is oh, right for that i mean they, they learned a lot that day <laughs> yeah right it's like little kids being like i like miss click and then it's like rgt just gets on the mic and it's like let me tell you about where meat goes I'm like whoa <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was it was fun though to to, to kind of hang out to the panel and everything uh but then we also did like uh the signing where we got to meet a lot of people and just going around the the convention i saw a center. youtube a video where a person went to your booth to meet you 
and I kind of laughed because the whole video, they're like, this is Spawn Wave from the Spawn cast. This is Dreamcast guy. And you can see Click and Jordan waving in the background and the guy just cut off the video. He didn't even acknowledge, <laughs> no, didn't even no, acknowledge no, that he out. met them. It was just like, guy in Spawn Dude. Wave. No, there were, like, so, there were so many people. Yo, Spawn's got this whole, like, someone brought him a full printed out shirtless picture. Like, holy! I, I have the photo. I signed it too. Mom, daughter, <laughs> father, son, whole family. Can you sign this picture? And this man over here. It was a blushing. nice. It was you a nice blushing. image. It was so fun. It's a nice image. Yeah, of course, it's of yourself. It, it was, was a nice so image. Funny. <laughs> it was Here it is. Image. I, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's spawn wave signing a shirtless picture of himself. How terrible is my terrible photo? But it was so funny. It was yeah. like this, like. 16 year old girl be like could you sign your own apps like yeah okay sure it was a it was a good picture it was a good picture <laughs> oh, no, blown up and glossy oh my god but it was i mean it was a, it was a fun it was a fun weekend we got to hang out we went out to eat did all kinds of stuff um so and i, I did find some gamecube games found some good stuff i completed i think i just about completed the resident evil collection on the gamecube i found two and three how much Those is three are, going for these days they were, I think they were both near a hundred dollars. Ooh, damn. Yeah. And unfortunately they're just, they keep climbing. Yep. They're very difficult to find in good condition. And they were both complete and they were pretty solid. All and you look on like eBay and they're like messed up and it's still over a hundred dollars. It's crazy. All they are is PS1 games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but they're not improved anyway. It's, it's no, just, that's not true. Two no, is actually those ones, those ones are negligible. Two is considered the best port of the game. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, good. but still, it's good on the GameCube. It, it's solid stuff there, but uh, you know, it's collecting the GameCube stuff is super expensive. There was a Cubivore there, uh, but it actually went. I only got so, to see it once, and then I, I came back around. Video, and it was Pokemon gone. Box oh, was there too. Chance? Pokemon Box. I saw both of them next to each other, and I I re I looked at Cubivore for a little while because it was like actually done up in like the plastic casing and everything. It was protected. Yeah, you were debating it. Yeah, I thought about coming back. I, I so I came back around, and it was gone. So you, you didn't go up to the guy and say, "Do you know who I am?" They already <laughs> said they knew who he was, which is why they weren't budging on the price. <laughs> uh, but Ooh, oh yeah, I saw that. Jordan did pick up that. Nice. Yeah. Oh. I got a little Resident Evil stuff, you know. Did you get your Did you get your Charmander? No, I questioned. <laughs> I questioned about that. And he goes, "Oh, I forgot." <laughs> One year uh, later, Charmander remains in a bag. I'll bring it. I'll bring it. I'll bring it next year. Next I time. Uh, Just gotta remember to take it from the front yard. You know who was there at too many games? This was odd. Wada was there. Yeah, and, and so was oh. so was yeah. There were like four of them, and then the Heritage Auctions Heritage, was also yeah. there. Uh, yep. I took a picture. I got a picture with them. It was very nice. Did they rate your picture a 9.2? <laughs> <laughs> the shirt looks yeah, so sweet. I, I talked to them and they were like, we're not actually selling these games. They're just for display just, purposes. So they had buying Apple game, all the new games. Yeah. They? So they, they had literally hundreds of thousands of dollars of games and all these gigantic lit sealed, like guarded cases. And then in the morning, they'd also go around and start buying up more games to later grade. It was really weird. No it was really weird. Yeah, it was, it was spooky. When I recognize chris becoming a member thank you chris and then agent redbeard plays let's uh let let do we just want to start with the nintendo switch online stuff because this this was a whole thing this get it out of the way, man. Get it out of the way. let's go yeah Even so this was <laughs> so this i was this surprised anyone that was part of the animal cross like I, I did not expect this to be like announced in the animal crossing direct 
uh, it just kind of popped up towards the end. And what's funny is it was an Animal Crossing Direct, and not a lot of people are talking about Animal Crossing leaving that Direct now. It's all about the Nintendo 64, the expansion pack tier. I think it depends on what realm you're in, because like I have a whole niche group of people that I know that are into Animal Crossing. They were crying. Like, they were so happy about this. Like, to them, they don't even care about NSO. Like, it's worth it to them. Um, but yeah, I think attacking it on at the end, obviously, because they didn't want to spoil Animal Crossing beforehand. Mm-hmm. I, again, like, I think a lot of people didn't even watch the Animal Crossing Direct, and they're like, wait, there was an announcement for yeah. the NSO? Yeah. So... The conversation shifted very quickly at the end of that direct to uh, Nintendo Switch Online for like, like uh, you figured it'd been a lot of people talking about the new expansion for Animal Crossing. And then I go on Twitter and it's just like Nintendo Switch Online stuff trending all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it, it was revealed that so the pricing, none of us were right. We were all off. <laughs> we all yeah. guessed at the price. All of us were wrong. It was uh, I think Nate was the closest. Wait, what you do you guessed... mean for the pricing? Yeah, I was the closest without going over. Nate was oh, the closest. I flat out said forty nine ninety nine. Did you? Yes, I did. I literally for it, it's literally you can go on Twitter right now too. I literally called it as soon as they announced it forty nine ninety nine. Because like I know two weeks ago I think we we guessed at the pricing or when it was first talked about. I think I said like thirty or thirty five. Nate said forty. I'll give him that. I didn't. Uh-huh. I didn't talk during that conversation because I didn't want people to be like, "Shut up, click your shill." <laughs> I I guessed twenty five. I hundred percent thought it was going to be a five dollar year. That's what I thought too. I thought it was going to really? be. Really, I thought it was going to be thirty or thirty five because I saw the Genesis stuff. I was Wish. like, ah, they're probably gonna. Like when I saw the price of that Genesis controller, I was like, yeah, that, that something's off here when it comes to that. So obviously, Sega being involved, the money was going to be more uh, in terms of cost. So they, it's $50. It's $30 more for this tier. It's an optional tier. People seem confused about this. Uh, some people seem to think you need to pay $50 to play online. It's, you can stick with the $20 tier. Um, nine N64 games that you get are right off the bat, and then there are more coming. I think they have five or six more announced later on. No word on when those will be added, but I'd like to assume they'd be added before the end of the year. Hopefully. And Animal Crossing, the DLC will also be part of it. That's a $25 value. This is going to be dropped in. Mm-hmm. So, which is good for people who are playing Animal Crossing. Uh, it, it sounds like you have access to it as you have the online service. So, I guess if that goes, if that expires or lapses on you, you lose parts of that DLC. Apparently, not all of it. So, it's not as cut and dry there. But the reaction online was uh, was pretty was pretty big, <laughs> from what I could see. Everyone had a reaction to this. Uh, but what what do we think about a fifty dollar Nintendo Switch online now with N64 and Genesis games. The added features are nice. I made a video about it and and it blew up a little bit. I think the idea of playing these games online is cool, but man, something about $50 feels like a huge leap. It's a 250% price markup. Maybe I'll be more on board when we get more games, but like right on the onset, like I don't know. I'm I'm not paying for it. I may do one month to try the uh, games out and then this is, this is fun hold on yep. because <laughs> I, found I, I, too. I put my video up right that was uh, last night i scheduled it for this morning and mvg said he's gonna put a video up too and i was like oh, okay that'd be cool we can all look at the videos and see what everyone thought um i mean i had an idea where mvg was gonna land on it with what he was saying on twitter but i watched his video back and mvg was like i'll do a month of this and immediately yeah. i was like oh he's gonna be mad about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's no month that you just have to sign up for the full amount what (laughs) that was my response as well when i found that out you gotta it it, 
you got to pay for um, the entire year's worth. So you just, you just got to pay for the whole amount, yeah, yeah. the 50. Well, it's prorated. <laughs> so 30, I guess. If you've, if you've re-upped recently, it'll be $30 more just to get the 64 what stuff and all that. A scam! What well, a scam! <laughs> I mean, find the lie. I, I agree. I, I, I'm I'm sitting here trying to figure out how they can charge an extra thirty for nine and sixty four games and a bunch of Gen- Genesis games that no one is going to play in their right mind. They don't care. And I own Moosh them already too. I already own great. like every Genesis game. Great. I'm literally getting nothing out of this. Okay. I own these N64 games. I, oh. I love I love Musha. I'm not going to play it on the Switch on their online s- service. I mean. I think for me, it's just not enough. You know, they have to, mm-hmm. they have to look, dude, if they had Dreamcast in there, so, take my money, take my I, money, right? I was going to bring that up because Nate, you you mentioned the licensing. Emily Rogers mentioned it as well. And it does make sense why they would have to inflate the price if Sega was involved because I mean, Sega's getting money for it. It's not like they're just like, hey, you can have these 20 games for free. Yeah. Sega got um, a substantial amount of money to approve Genesis use for great. This. Great. So that might be one well, of the worst decisions I've ever heard. Why are we paying? For, why are we paying for that then? <laughs> my, well, no, my thing is, if you're gonna do it, why not like, like why Gen- why Genesis? Why not be like, you know, you haven't really done anything with those Dreamcast games. Let's let's do that. They could have uh, priced themselves out of it. There's a Genesis collection, and it's like, I mean, the most simple, of those games already exist. The simplest explanation would be they have a foundation of Genesis from the Wii Virtual Console and even oh, the Genesis yeah. Collection. The That's Dreamcast true. games, they really do not have that foundation set for the majority of that library. So if Nintendo came to them just as a number, let's say here's $10 million to put Genesis on Nintendo Switch Online, that number for Dreamcast games could have, let's say, doubled. And Nintendo wasn't going to come with that price. And the amount of work to get the Dreamcast games to run or to emulate properly on the Switch could have required you know, let's just say a year for a time frame. Yeah. That may not have been something that was favorable in Nintendo's view. So they looked at something that was already established. It was, we'll say cheap, but affordable for them to acquire. And that's why that decision's made. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, the way I look at it for me, and I was talking with people um, in my chat yesterday, because I didn't get to watch the direct until I got home. It was like in the evening. Um, and I didn't know that people were upset about it. So when I was going in the direct, like people were already kind of off and I was like, what the heck? And then I found out the pricing. And in my opinion, I think if you don't care about the 64 games, if the Genesis, in my opinion, is negligible, I'm sorry. Um, and you really don't care about Animal Crossing, just it's not worth it right now. And I know for a fact that the reason why I even predicted 49.99 is because I know Nintendo, A, their games that are the 64, like they're still their prices are still up there that they're they're their reasoning in my opinion when i look at it this is that our games we don't want to depreciate our games yes but you're getting 10 of them or nine of them however many plus more right for me the only time it's really going to start becoming worth it is when there's other games that are getting added on Mm. plus other systems Mm. and i think that's when instead of them making another tier or raising it again Mm -hmm. i'm thinking they're in my opinion, it's too bare bones for the price tag. Like, I think they should have added on more to really make people feel like they're getting their bang for their buck. And again, Nintendo's probably going to, like, reach out and be like, hey, do you want to try it? And, of course, if I get a complimentary one, yeah, I'll, I'll admit, like, I'll try it and I'll, I'll show it to you. But I don't really have any inclination to play Ocarina of Time again. I've played Ocarina of Time a I was going to say, how many times have you played However, that? However, 
the <laughs> amount of people that I have met specifically, and my channel is a lot of, you know, Zelda stuff, the amount of people who have never played Ocarina of Time who are so excited about this, or um, Banjo-Kazooie, I haven't got to play Banjo. So for me, when it's time for me to go play Banjo, I'll sign up for it because to me, that's worth it. Um, and then obviously Star Fox Online, um, whenever uh, F-Zero comes online, um, like those, but right now it's just, it's not worth it, um, in my opinion. Um, and again, like I wasn't surprised at the $49.99 price tag. I kind of, well, I'm not gonna flex or anything, but yeah, anyways. If people are upset about you it, should. I understand. Take that, just take that victory lap. Take that victory just, lap. W. No, I mean, like, it's flat out, like, when I, when, I just, I just did marketing for forever. But, like, if it's not worth it to you, just don't get it right now. I think, I hope that they do make it worth it in the long run by adding many, many more things. Um, like, if they add GameCube and stuff like this or Game Boy Advance stuff later on, that's worth it to me. But right now... You, you have a right to be like, it's not worth it. And don't buy it. You can still see on the $20 plan. It's totally fine. Like, no one's, no one's bashing here's, you for it. Here's the interesting thing about this whole situation. After all this got announced, I saw the reaction online. I decided to go back in time and watch a bunch of reaction videos to when they first announced how much this was going to cost, being $20, and what they were offering. And you know what? People blew up over 20 bucks. No, no, do you know what 9 out of 10 people said after they came to acceptance of that price? Well, we're paying Nintendo now, so the, the service will get better. <laughs> I mean, that is what like nine out of ten people said, and I thought about it now. I'm like, I, I never huh. really bought into that. <laughs> I, the, the first time NSO was announced, and there was this like outrage, right? I never really bought into it because it's twenty bucks. Okay, I mean, it's it's you're not paying like that much money for Less a service, a right? You, you're not going to get you're not going to get some of the the premium features that you you know you would get on Xbox and and PSN Plus, right? And I think a lot of people, I don't know, I think there was just a lot of just fake outrage over that. No, but this this no. is different. Well, hold on. No. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> then you, then yeah. you can talk, Nate, Nathaniel. Um, so <laughs> I, I think that the extra $30 in this instance is a 150% markup, right? So this is this is completely different. This is now, you know, this is a lot more than I think a lot of people were expecting. Now, Click, you called it and, you know, what you said about N64 is, is true. You're right. It's still very important to Nintendo. And that's obviously very apparent with, with what, you know, what, with what they're pricing it as. But at the end of the day, it's just something for me that went from, this is going to be a really cool thing that I personally would love because I'm a big N64 fan to, I don't really need this. This is not, this is not worth my time and money. They, they need to give us something more for this to be a compelling service, whether that is another system or if they add premium features that kind of coincide with what's happening with PSM plus or with um, uh, Xbox live. Right. Sure. So, mm. yeah. All right, Nate, let's you hear see, it. You see Modernicus. <laughs> oh God. The problem oh. with NSO back <laughs> in its inception in September of 2018 with the $20 price tag was that all those prior features with the online were free. They mm -hmm. charged us $20 for cloud saves. Yeah, they still, they still didn't give us any local way to back up either. They? they didn't evolve the service any. And that's why it was, we're giving you $20 for what you have been giving us for the last year for nothing. So what are we paying $20 for? And the flaws with NSO remain. 
what they have not evolved the service like with features. What what about like upkeep and maintenance and stuff like that? Like, isn't that like technically a They're, thing? Like, aren't they one of the biggest companies in the entire history of Japan? Like, don't they have enough hundreds of billions of dollars that they can remember my eight gigabyte Splatoon save file without well, melting? You see, that's the thing with the online them. is that when we pay Sony and Microsoft, some of their big games that are multiplayer focused, let's use like Gears of War, or even Halo they can have dedicated servers. Nintendo is peer-to-peer. -peer. So what are we actually paying for? And that was the thing three years ago when the discussion came up about Nintendo Switch Online is what are we actually paying for? We're essentially, we're paying for NES, Super NES, and cloud saves. And that is all we've been paying for up to this point. If Nintendo wants to charge for online, then they have to give us online functionality. As it stands now, we are paying to access legacy games that happen to be attached. You saw my tweet. No, 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 no. You saw my tweet. You took that from me. That was the point that was coming. Ugh. I got Fine. to it first. <laughs> my my thing was we started out paying for what we thought was going to be an evolving online service with games tacked on, and now we're paying for games that have online service tacked on. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Nate, and in some ways. I wonder what other <laughs> DLC they're going to add to this service, right? Are they going to add like Breath of the Wild DLC and um, the oh, Smash Brothers That's stuff? interesting. So here's something else I thought about. Uh, you know, after we put our videos up, I started looking around. I was like, oh, what's everyone think about this? You get through the, you know, the people yelling about it and all of this. And uh, there was there's an expectation now that DLC will just be added to this going forward. And I'm like, Ooh. there's a good chance that's not going to happen. <laughs> like See, I said, I hope. I said, I hope. Like, my thought, because Game Pass is so successful, but even, like, DLC, like, if you play Outer Wilds, all the Outer, hmm. Outer Worlds, all the Outer Worlds DLC is on there. I think it'd be cool if they end up doing something eventually where it's, like, you know, $50, $60 a year, and you do get the DLC. But at this point, I'm expecting them to absolutely rail me in the they ass. They have set a precedent by having this DLC part of the expansion pass because the smart thing with this is that you lose access. Well, smart as far as business is concerned is that you lose access to that Animal Crossing DLC if you let your subscription lapse. So if they want to keep you engaged and subscribe for the long term, they have to include DLC for other product because otherwise you're going to lose interest and you might say, well, I've had my fun with the Animal Crossing stuff. I don't need the $50 subscription. I don't want Genesis and N64. I'm going back down to the $20 tier. They have to give you incentive continually to keep you locked in at that rate. I I mean, they could go back and like, let's say we're coming up on Breath of the Wild 2 releasing. They could go get the DLC for the first Breath of the Wild, drop it in there and be like, hey, if you missed out on Breath of the Wild and the DLC, you know, check out the DLC. It's right here even, for you. Even Splatoon um, 3, if they lock something behind that, be it... Like a battle pass. Yeah, a battle pass. If they have that included with the expansion pass, yeah. then it would work well for them. That'd and I mean, that's something they could do. Had they actually detailed that intent in the moment, I think the pricing would have been stomached a little better by the community. It's just that we're left, and you know, it was very awful with Nintendo, we're left wondering is more going to come? What, what are they actually going to do with the service? And we don't have yeah. answers to that, and we have to wait for them to maybe provide some information. You know, you know, it would be... A, it, I think we need a schedule for when these games are coming, like the 64 games that they've shown us. Because remember when we did the Nintendo Super Nintendo, they're like, every month we're going to add like two games or something. Just some kind of like 
roadmap almost for i know there's 64 games they're old games and potentially genesis games but like some kind of roadmap that's like hey next month we're gonna look to two 64 games and another two another two and just something like that i don't know because you're right and it is kind of like they'll they'll show up at some point you can trust us we we added messaging to the to the switch online we got it yeah yeah it'd be really Jesus. cool is it why stop at dlc why not just add free games in there that's not a bad idea like if they said hey you know what no one plays arms let's go ahead and just put that in the online service whoa, you, know, you can just download whoa, it whoa <laughs> well i mean i mean if we look to the past they uh-huh. did add titles like tetris 99 pac-man yeah. 99 mario 35 mm-hmm. i don't see them really going for bigger type we get the trials where we had arms and overwatch and those type of titles added to it where you get what is it the week to test it mm-hmm. they'll probably continue that type of practice but as far as like actual full games right this is nintendo arms is still 60 dollars retail we're not going to get that free anytime soon yeah i'm just basically everyone what they're doing right now is trying to come up with ways for Nintendo to make this feel valuable <laughs> or more valuable. And to me, it's pretty clear that even Nintendo looked at those 64 games and they were like, I don't, I don't know if this is $50, but you know, let's throw that Animal Crossing DLC in there. Uh, it, that's basically where we are now. So I, that's actually my question is, what, what does Nintendo have to do right now to make it feel like $50 is solid? Like you're like, you know what? I will buy into this. There's two, there's two ways. Add, add something more yeah. mm-hmm. um, or um, fix their network infrastructure and well, add more more social features we would do that for the 20 dollar tier right like let's just say the 20 dollar tier nintendo comes out and they're like you know what you can message your friends and it just what immediately if, uh, you know just confetti flies on twitter and stuff. What on the <laughs> tier, they gave you themes themes yeah, i'm in that was the other part of the video i watched so i i remember i went through and i said you know what it's just light and dark mode now we'll have more themes soon Hmm. anyway i I, uh, <laughs> I i seriously think for me i think a roadmap would do a lot of good for me because okay. i'm somebody that plays a lot of mmos and i play a lot of mmos at launch and a lot of times they're pretty bare bones but i'm paying a monthly fee i pay for the mm-hmm. game up front with the promise that i'm going to get more content down the road i think if they said within the first year we're going to have you know 35 n64 games or something like e- even just a rough number that would do a lot to assage my fears my, i mean if they or it'd be cool if they even hit Hinted, like a silhouette of a fucking Game Boy would make me so oh, happy right now. Okay. You know? Okay, yeah. so like Game Boy Advance, for example, getting added in with 10 games, you'd be on board all of a sudden, like, okay, just, this, just this something, makes sense. Something, something okay. more would be fine. Yeah. Something more. I think, I think, uh, and again, like Nintendo, I think they kind of handle things very cryptically. Like they don't announce things until like it's right around the corner. Um, and I can understand that to some degree, but I think when it comes to charging people such a high you know percentage more than what you were paying before like you kind of do need a roadmap so i think if they were to explain like this is possibly going to become the virtual console answer that you guys have all been hoping for um you know much like the wii u was like the wii u is a virtual console machine still to this day like Mm -hmm. any game i want to play like metro prime trilogy still on there you know what i mean so yeah it's it's kind of like um i think if they were a little bit more clear about it and the intention to expand upon the virtual console library i think a lot of people would do it in advance or a lot of people would be as less harsh on it and wait until the roadmap comes to fruition kind of thing so again maybe it just takes time uh, but again like if the worst is you don't pay for it and you wait like you're not you're not you're not nothing's changed for you you know it's just a waiting game so i think it just depends on how patient you're willing to be 
So I think you enjoy these... Animal Crossing and it's worth it to you. Like, yeah, it's, it's great. I think these numbers are going to be very interesting. Nintendo's not going to tell us about them. I don't think at all. Probably but not. like they're going to see it on their side. They're going to be like, all right, this was optional. We, we did jump the price pretty far. How many people are buying into the 64 stuff? And I mean, they'll find out pretty quickly, I would say, uh, you know, that week after they launch it. Um, and I mean, maybe they'll start adding more stuff in to try to get more signups for it because, I mean, they're getting close to that. I mean, now we're getting comparisons to Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus. Before it was like, it's 20, whatever. Now it's like they are they actually have tiers even above that with the family plan at 80 bucks. They're so going to tweet uh, out, like, after the release of this, they're going to just tweet out a picture of, like, Wario on his pile of gold or something. Like, we want you to know this was profitable. I mean, I, people are going to find value in it because there are 64 games there that are legitimately good. And if you haven't played them, yeah. it's like, well, well yeah, that's, that's maybe. The thing. If you haven't, there is so many people were coming to me like, yo, I can play Ocarina of Time now. I can play Ocarina of Time. Um, Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask was the other big one, too. But also Banjo. A lot of people fell in love with Banjo after seeing how many people were passionate about it because of smash like i hate to tell you like we're on the upper end of the gaming age range now like there are a lot of people who have no idea what these games are about so like to some people it is worth it or to some parents being like yo my kid can play this game now um because i didn't have the access beforehand like people coming in and tell me that story it's like that's awesome i'm glad it's worth it to you just realize it's not going to be worth it to a lot of people and if they insult you they're immature but it's just just insulting people about it. Like, don't don't be insulting. I don't get that. So yeah, people will be excited in, about it. Back in January, when Xbox Live tried to double their price, yeah, and um, Twitter had a meltdown, and then Microsoft reversed their decision about two hours later. Do you think Nintendo is listening to customer feedback? No. <laughs> I was about to start laughing, but Nate beat me no. to it. No, this is something Nintendo's market research. This is something that they. They knew the price of this for months and they're sticking to this. They're not coming out anytime soon saying, well, based on reception of fans, we're listening and we're going to drop it. Cause let's say they did listen and they drop it to $40. You're still going to have the vocal critics saying it should be $30 total. Mm -hmm. So no matter what Nintendo would lose that battle, they're going to stick to their guns. Cause as click is saying, there's still going to be millions upon millions of people who are going to subscribe and go for the expansion pass. And Nintendo knows that. And they're going to take those profits. And the people who are going to be vocal and complain about it, Nintendo's fine with that. Because a lot of the time, those who are complaining will also end up renewing and subscribing to the service over a period of time. And if in six months, Nintendo does add theoretically, let's say in March, they mm -hmm. added Goldeneye. Ooh. Yeah, people that's going to get a lot of people. are subbing. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's, I mean, that's not going to happen. We could hope. But even, <laughs> like, even a game like Perfect Dark, if something of that caliber is added to the service, people are going to say, you know what? I wasn't a big fan of the price point before, but for this game, I'm now a fan of it. Like, I talked to one of my friends about it. He's not like, he doesn't watch podcasts or anything like that. And I asked, I was like, what do you think of the price? He's like, I'm fine with that. He's like, Ocarina of Time is my favorite game of all time. He's like, Mario 64, I love. He's like, I can't wait to play some of these games. And to him, the price is negligible. As he put to me, he's like, I spend more than that at the bar on the weekends. Mm -hmm. So to him, it's no big deal. And probably for the majority of the base who is actually looking to this price, they're going to do it. Yes, you're going to have a fairly large percentage who won't, but ultimately Nintendo's going to see enough new subscriptions driven to the expansion pass 
that there's no reason for them to come in and say, we listened to Phantom, let's lower the price. Microsoft was hit by a friggin' 18 wheeler of criticism when they tried yeah, to double the but price that was of Xbox also, Live. That, that was also worth though. That was also required. They were going for $120 yes. a year. Like if, if Nintendo came out and was like, yo, this $20, it, they, they were trying to double the 60 to 120, like required to play oh, online for Xbox. Yeah. Had and, Nintendo oh. come in and said, we're raising the price of the $20 tier to $60, to $60 or something. <laughs> then it'd be like, wait, what? And they just said, and you only get NES and Super NES. Then that would be, That'd be a, a situation where they might yeah. sit there and say, everyone hates us. Let's, only, let's make it 25 instead. Yeah, that's a good strategy, actually. <laughs> now you just you just gave him the blueprint. Yeah, now they're gonna raise that to thirty. <laughs> oh no! Like, what can uh, we get away with? Can't do sixty. So let's let's bargain with them, and we're gonna they're gonna come. We're gonna go high. They're gonna come low, and we're gonna meet somewhere in the middle to make that, them think they won. Is that is that like um, what, I guess what's the word? The disheartening for consumers if if like Nintendo knows that it's just yeah, it's gonna work anyway. I mean, I, it's eye-opening. I think for a lot of people, they're realizing that, like, I think more and more, I feel like I'm seeing the conversation of that these companies aren't your friend. Mario would absolutely... Oh, we've known that for a while. Like, <laughs> Mario, if he could beat your ass for 10 bucks, he'd beat your ass for 10 bucks, you know? <laughs> he would. He'd be like, oh, don't you look me in the eye? I think, I think genuinely people are realizing that it is a luxury, yes, but also, like, kind of, what is your money worth to you? Because money's not just money. It's also hours worked. Like, it's not just 50 bucks. It, that's like a couple hours worth of your time, you know, depending on what your wage is. So I think, yeah, it is teaching people to be smarter about it. But also, I think it is in a way we're going to kind of see, hopefully it's like a renaissance of sorts of, of people and the social media aspect in combination with these companies and how they are handled. I don't know with Nintendo, like how um, how easily swayed they will be in the coming years when it comes to social media. Um, as we've seen changes with other companies, I would like to think that they do adopt things. And obviously they have. I mean, I kind of feel bad. Like we didn't really talk necessarily about the Sora. I know you guys did the other podcast, but like Sakurai mm. talking about when Sora got top spot in the uh, election for the... Um, like they didn't reveal the top um, people who mm -hmm. got chosen for the roster in Smash. And he was saying because we knew that people were going to go to those companies and harass them. Like, obviously, like in some degree, that is a positive thing. But I think also the negativity kind of weighs both mm -hmm. on and on. So I don't I don't know at what point Nintendo is going to kind of budge and, and move things or edit things. And at what point they're like, we're going to stick again, stick to our guns and not make a change whatsoever. Um, I, I think honestly, at this point, um, if they're not going to change the infrastructure, probably until like the next lifespan of next the switch, switch or something like yeah, that, next generation, I would say like adding games um, or adding features or even if it was DLC, I personally prefer to have my DLC not linked to an online service mm. per se. Like I want that cement, like buy it and it's mine forever. Sure. So I, I think it I think it varies, but is, it is an interesting time that we'll see. Is that is that kind of where we are now with this? People are talking about adding features like voice chat or message. Are we are we just like Nintendo's probably just going to restart next gen with that kind of stuff? Like it's kind of late, isn't so. it? Yeah, I, I, I don't so. I don't see it happening yeah. this gen. Yeah. But OK, yeah, so that's what I was thinking. It's, it's we're about to be five years in in March. Uh, and by year six, we assume we'll be talking about some sort of new piece of hardware that'll probably jump forward a generation 
Um, so I, I, I feel like Nintendo will be pretty stubborn about it. I watched them stumble through the Wii U generation for four years. That's so I, I don't expect them to be like, oh, N64 games aren't working. Let's, let's make it $30 now. So, uh, but that's, uh, that was an interesting Friday is what I'll say. I went in expecting just animal crossing stuff came out the other end with, uh, a, a firestorm on Twitter. Yeah, I wasn't uh, even paying attention. Someone just DM me LOL $50. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? Uh, Evan, we have a Discord question over there. What is a really good deal you've gotten on either video game or console or accessory before? I guess just found something really cheap that shouldn't have been cheap. I got uh, the Game Boy, the Game Boy Player for GameCube for $13. I found the oh. bottom of it for 10 bucks. And then when I was at work, the disc came in and there was no barcode on it. So the minimum price in our system was three dollars. So my really? boss marked it three bucks. Any of those good Any of those goodwill finds are awesome. Like mm-hmm. if you can find something there for like three dollars and you know it's some like legit game or system or something, that that's like the best find. Yeah, or something that's like something was busted that just needed a small repair and it's fully working. Like yep. a, a console or um uh you know a game uh like a game cartridge or something like that i've had a couple of those before that happened but i can't i can't really think of one that really stands out as like the best find i've ever had dude back in the day we used to get ps4s constantly like when they were like two or three years old and the hdmi port was messed up and that thing cost like five bucks to fix we'd get those all day long for like forty dollars because people were just going to throw them out we'd buy them for that nice constant um what about jordan you find any pokemon cards that are that are cheaper out in the wild or now people are just ebaying that constantly Uh, i mean it it depends on like if you go to shops and how how ethical the shops are and fair with their prices i mean i found a few good deals that way plenty of times but you know last two years it's been hit or miss but it really depends i wouldn't say right now is the best buying market um for cards because all the prices are high yeah it's i mean it's just a thrill to save money and in it order to do that this holiday, me. you're going to want to use today's sponsor. That's Honey. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey. We all shop online and we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. So imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. We're coming up in the holidays now. Good time to start that holiday shopping. I've been doing that and using Honey to save uh, quite a bit of money actually doing that. Now, Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash spawncast. That's joinhoney.com slash spawncast. Evan, you want to go to a Discord question there while I check out the Super Chats? And then we'll talk about Metroid Dread. Which one, is the, which one is the scarier future? All digital or all cloud gaming? Oh, all cloud gaming. All cloud. Yeah, definitely all cloud gaming. <laughs> there's, no, there's no argument here. There's no contest here. Yeah, I would say all cloud gaming, yeah, because that's... I mean, will we ever get to a point where there's no latency? 
or it's lower than what we have on our TVs. I thought I thought that then Google claimed they had zero latency. <sighs> latency. Well, they claimed it because know. it was an AI like doing things for you in the game that it assumed you were going to do anyway. That's right. It tries to like predict. It's like predictive button press. I think is yeah. what they something like that. And it would basically try to figure out your tendencies. Like you, sh you reload after four or five shots, and it would do that for you before you go to press reload. And it was trying no, to do that to simulate well, that it. That would trip me up. Yeah, I know, right? So that's uh, <laughs> whew. I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, that is not a, not a future I would look forward to as the all cloud gaming future. Let me see the super chats here. We have truly epic. Everyone's thoughts on Far Cry Six. Haven't played it yet. Skipping it for now. I'm the only one who's played Far Cry Six. I'm playing it right now. Well, not Wait right for, now, but I was playing it earlier. I'll play it because Far Cry is one of those dumb guilty pleasure games that I I kind of get into, like Assassin's Creed. So, but yeah. I'm waiting for a sale. This I'm game, for, I'm waiting for Black Friday. This game oh, is yeah. very much solid. This yeah, is very in. much a Ubisoft game, is what I'll say. Uh, like, if you like the Assassin's Creed, it's going to be a 50, 60 hour game where you're filling out parts of an open world map. Go get it. <laughs> that is what it is. But it is a game that I've been able to put on a podcast or something else in the background while I'm playing it. And it actually has a lot of uh, progression and, and satisfaction going through it. Uh, the, the visuals are weird. You know how we mentioned before during the trailers that sometimes looked good and then sometimes looked bad? Mm -hmm. it's, it's still like that. Like sometimes you get really close up to an enemy and you're like, what in the, what is this? And then you'll look out into the environment and it looks incredible. I was actually taking screenshots and I almost never do that with the Xbox because of how like the God rays would come through like a palm tree or wow. something way off. It, it was incredible looking stuff, but then it's like, it's almost like the, the players or the whoever is like floating on it almost. Cause they look so bad compared to it. It's very weird. Uh, but the game is very fun. Uh, it's all first person for the most part. So they do a lot of uh, like when you're driving around, it's all first person and uh, it has those kind of elements to it, but um, it's been all right. Gunplay is good. So it's going to, I'm like, I mean, it's, it's the idea of you're part of a revolution starting from the bottom and working your way up and they fill out your map with like sub bosses or people you're trying to recruit. And then you're going to go after the big guy. Um, but in the beginning, Whoa, you so start just on, like the other one and the yes. one before that. <laughs> it, it, and the one before that. Just, it's just a Far Cry game. That's it. Like, that's the one thing. It is one of the safest. I think it's safer than Assassin's Creed for, Ubis for Ubisoft. Like, yeah. it, it, it really is. Um, but it's dumb fun. Uh, and the one thing is, I do still think Far Cry needs a reboot. I think they need to figure something else out for it because it is feeling very samey. We um, say that about assassin's creed far cry we say that about and, ubisoft and watchdogs <laughs> so yeah. i mean what what could they possibly reboot i mean every every genre needs a reboot far cry when it first came out on the pc was something it would use to stress your video card and it's not really that anymore i don't know it's um i don't know what they're gonna do with it i guess they'll just keep doing this i'm sure it sells well enough for them maybe they should just do splinter cell but dude i zoomed out on that map like I zoomed out and I was like, wow, OK, this is a like it is a massive map when you start zooming out. Um, and uh, there's quite a bit of empty stuff going on. And otherwise, it's bases you take over by just killing everyone in the base. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, T. Joe says, would I play Fusion, Zero Mission, Sonic Advance, etc. instead of Genesis games already released on various Switch compilations? Why Nintendo? Nate, that is a good question. Why did they opt to raise the inflate the value of it through partnerships with Sega rather than just put Game Boy Advance next to N64? Like I said earlier, I think it's just the fact that the emulation for Genesis was essentially finished. 
Mm, so the amount okay. of effort and work that had to be put, and I understand that the GBA was emulated for the virtual console on the Wii U. But I mean, that could be something that Nintendo was looking at for a future. But right now, as far as internally, what Nintendo was working on was N64, which only finished a couple of months ago through their QA process. They're still, they are sitting on Game Boy and Game Boy Color. That is complete. Look, and, just drop a Pokemon game on there. That'll actually be a win for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, that could be something that they're waiting for. Maybe they, something with Pokemon is why they haven't brought Game Boy. Who knows? I mean... Game Boy Advance was just nothing that was in the pipeline at the current time. Like, as of now, Game Boy Advance isn't in the pipeline of platforms that they are testing for Nintendo Switch Online. It could mm. easily be an addition in 2022, but right now, it's just something they weren't planning on. They, I mean, they dropped Musha in there, and they had to have looked at that and been like, well, this is this game's worth a lot. Maybe if we put that in there, <laughs> it'll make some waves. And no one talks about the Genesis stuff. Everyone just immediately goes to 64. You can already get I mean, that collection. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, 64, because they were like, look, you can play Mario Kart online. I mean, that's that was a big deal, obviously. So, yeah, I, I mean, ideally, the Genesis collection on Nintendo Switch Online fleshes mm -hmm. out with some of those rarer, more hard to find games that were on the Genesis and we just haven't Heist? seen them yet. Hey, maybe. Let's hope. Mm -hmm. Fox Den. I want to recognize Fox Den here with the big donation. And they say a big hello. Hoping all of you guys are having a great night. You guys rock. I watch a lot of the groups channels and wanted to say keep up the amazing content and no matter what hate you guys might get keep doing what you love keep being amazing you know what too many games uh fox and i will say everyone was really cool there so mm. i don't know you, you see like twitter and all this stuff but then you meet everyone in, in in person and it's a blast so i don't know it's it's one of those things where you get to actually like meet up with the people who are watching the videos interact with them and it's always a good time so and uh, then I had Scott says, happy Saturday to every one of you. Moto Thank says, you. what's good, Spawncast? Thanks for all the content. Steven says, Spawnwave is my hero. Mike says, it was really great to meet you guys at Too Many Games this year. I hope the rest of you will be there next year. John, you were right about Blood Rain. N and Nate, how's the beard coming along? See, Nate, people are asking for you. <laughs> how's the beard coming along people were asking for you nate okay i told you i was on the floor we'd walk around and say hi to people and they say where's nate and i'd say he might be right behind you or in the q a <laughs> like when we did our panel we did a q a panel people people kept asking where nate was specifically and fringe was like he could be in the crowd i did like a fake panel, like oh there he is right there and had some people like started turning their heads <laughs> you don't know we should have been that's what we should do we should put you in the crowd we should put you in the crowd have you come out of like the crowd with like Stone Cold music playing? Have <laughs> a glass break. See, that's yeah. I could have been there. there I could have been sitting in the crowd watching this whole panel, be like, haha. <laughs> uh, but I wasn't. See. I was not. Mid says, "What GTA game of the trilogy will each of the Spawn cast be playing first? And is there any you haven't played before? I will start in release order. I might go to Vice City right away. It's been a while since I played Vice City, and I played San Andreas most recently out of the three. Yeah, Vice City. Yeah, I've beaten I've beaten them all before. I beat them all recently again, actually on uh, PlayStation Four. I think Vice City aged the best by far. Oh, good. Okay, cool. It's been a while since yeah. so I. I'd say once I haven't so played good. before, mm -hmm. maybe when they did the PS2 stuff where they brought Liberty City stories and stuff, maybe one of those. I'm trying yeah. to think. Those yeah, came those later. Yeah, Liberty City Stores and Vice City Stores. Vice City Stores had a city builder mini game where you could actually buy oh. property and, and actually yeah, level it right. up. It was cool. 
The next time I spend money on Grand Theft Auto, it's going to be for Grand Theft Auto 6. You say that, and then that GTA trilogy shows up, and then the next day you're going to be like, well, I bought it. I, 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 own, I, own, those games, I own those games multiple times. I, I don't need to rebuy it again. All right. He's gonna get his Nate's trying to get us DMCA. <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey says, best podcast out there. Thanks for the entertainment. Uh, and uh, uh, this is... Oh! Uh, Hyatt says Japan is only charging 4,900 yen or approximately $40 for their service, and they're getting more games. Which games? Are they? They're getting, they're Actually, the games? the trend, the price in the UK is incredibly fair, too. Oh. And, and Australia, believe it or not. Hold yeah, on, what's like going the on here? who usually get, like, ripped off are benefiting about? substantially from it. Uh. I guess they felt they, they were screwing over the rest of the world and America can finally get screwed. Mm. Sarah, Sarah says, I, I wonder if they fixed the analog stick on the Nintendo Switch Online N64 controller. I, you know, we'll find out. I'm going to try to get one of those. They sold out. They popped up on eBay for $150 now each. <laughs> so I'll work on getting one. Rip. Yeah. Thomas says, do you guys think Nintendo would ever give us the games from the NES, SNES classic systems and collections on the Switch, a $6 and $8 cart? No. Probably no. not. That'd be cool, though. I would buy it, but probably not. Skyler says, who's getting an Xbox mini fridge? I'm not, but... Thought I'm, about it. It's how I'm considering it. Come on. Yeah, that's not a bad price at all. Yeah, it's, it's not great. bad at all. That's, okay, for a mini fridge, that is a good price. How many, how many cans can it hold? How many cans of... Three. Foster's soda. <laughs> uh, yeah, what is, how many cans can it hold? I, I've seen mixed things. The Xbox blog know. originally said you 12, can, but then Aaron Greenberg said 10. You, okay, you can put an Xbox Series S in there. It fits snug in there. So whatever... That doesn't do me any good. ...of beer cans that will <laughs> be an equivalent of an Xbox Series X is the amount of cans you can put in there. Well, I need uh, to know how many Narragansett beers can fit. Microsoft's probably going to send out what? a ton of those fridges to random like people what? online. So you'll get all kinds of, I'm sure, comparisons and stuff. So. If, if one of y'all gets an influencer one, mail it to me. Even though I live in a tiny little house, I'll put it next to me. It'll be great. I John, opened up the Xbox Series X. I'm not, I don't think I'm get, ever getting anything ever again. Dismantle the fridge. Dismantle the fridge. You need to do a teardown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's the you know, cooling module. You know what would be really cool is if you replace the guts of an Xbox Series X inside the fridge. Ah, all right, all right. And then you open it up. And it's, a, and it's an Xbox inside an Xbox. And then what if we got the really big fridge? It's Man, an Xbox inside I, an Xbox inside an Xbox. There's at least four video ideas I've, I've got right for this right now. Uh, World's largest um, Xbox Series X? Yep. Andrew mm -hmm. says, will TMG be watchable anywhere? Unfortunately, no, we didn't film it. Next year, we'll film it. Maybe, we'll, you know, we'll plan out next year way better. We'll have Nate come in through the crowd. What? We'll do all kinds of stuff. Only yeah. if Sean says, by God. Yeah, well, Nate's that's why we'll do all kinds of stuff. I want to, like, I want to do stuff where we're, like, we pit teams against each other. Yeah, we can do all kinds of really cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. We'll do games, we could, we could do a Smash. We could do, like, a Smash tournament up on stage or do some oh, sort of, God, you know, no. eight play. We could do eight-player uh, Super Mario Kart or something. Jungle Zone says, "What were the retro game prices like at TMG? I heard they were ridiculous expensive. They were very expensive. Like that's the most expensive I've seen retro games there in a long time. Um, I don't know if it's because we missed they missed a year or what, but oof, those prices. We were, were high. talking about it. Almost everything was two or three times the cost. We were actually yeah. doing the math. It was nuts." Uh, Cristobal says, "Even though MIA, congrats to OJ on eighty thousand subs. Uh, nice." Nice dreadgasm, Miss Click. Do you guys plan on any con visits near LA area or most likely E3 2022? 
MBG I'll was talking at, E3. I'll be at E3 next year. If it's if it's on, I'll definitely I be think, there. I think a couple people were talking about SoCal hmm. at the beginning of the year. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about doing SoCal. I'm going to talk oh, to yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got an invite. I'm debating yeah. it. Beginning of the year, like January or February or something? It's like February, yeah. <laughs> Veloxian says, anyone 100% their Metroid Dread save file? I hated some of the puzzles, but I felt unstoppable after finally pulling them off. You know, let's just go into Metroid Dread actually here. Do we want to talk about the good stuff or the bad stuff so far? Because there's things what's outside of the stuff? game itself. Wow, eh, there's some stuff that. Oh, you mean stuff. all the? Yeah, no, we can. Because I mean, Metroid Dread that. is a legit game of the year contender now. And uh, do we want to do we want to end with the good stuff and just start off? Because the bad stuff concerns Mercury Steam, yeah, not even well, the game. About, let's really. talk about Mercury first. Nintendo sixty dollars. Well, I, I, oh, I actually got to run. I, I got to okay, run. Next. I'm actually at a friend's house, but I do want to say I I beat Metroid Dread twice now. I give it a mm. nine out of ten. I'm not quite sure. I'd get, I wouldn't give it a game of the year award, but I do think it's good. Okay. Bye, Max. All right, Sam Max. Use, use code Honey. Use code Honey. So we had yeah okay so we had a uh, Mercury Steam. A lot of info came out about them all of a sudden. Like very quickly, uh, the working conditions uh, are in question now, as well as MVG. I, I wasn't sure about this. I had to double check, right? Mm. Is there a limit on the number of characters you can have in the credits at the end of the game? Absolutely not. Absolutely okay. not. There, there is no limit. I wasn't sure if it was like the Twitter num- or something. The number of characters. No, I, I think. I think. Um, I mean, from, those, those switch space. You know, the cartridges aren't. They get expensive. At the from I mean, space. No. look at look at the credits on on Quake. Right. Um, that thing goes on for like seven minutes. Um, and it, as it should be, right. Like I think anyone that was involved in the making of a video game, it doesn't matter if you were like the janitor cleaning the office, right. Like if you work at that studio. Uh, all the way up to the director of the game and the producers, uh, anyone that's ever been involved in the making of a game, contractors, employees, it doesn't matter. They should be credited approved. So I want to I want to point something out for this because this is it made me think of this very like just out of nowhere um, when the news is coming out. Basically, the idea is they have a policy at Mercury Steam where if you've worked on less than twenty five percent of the total development time, you don't get your names in the credits. So people who had worked eight, nine, ten, even eleven months. And weren't credited because it was a four-year development cycle in this mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. which is really weird to me because people were noticing that their stuff was in the game and they weren't credited. And it's not even like a money dispute; it's legit just a credit dispute, so that they can then take that, uh, like what they did there, and go get another job at a studio somewhere else. Because yeah. yeah. Metro Dreads, Metro Dreads is going to be game of the year contender. It's going to be up there. And so it's a dangerous but, policy because. If I worked at Mercury Steam and I could have been a contract employee whose contract was for 10 months, you have used my animation, you have used my texture work in your game, and you have not given me proper credit. Well, now I go to an interview of another prestigious developer, let's say in Spain, because that's where Mercury Steam is located. I have no evidence that I worked on this project. And if you go to Moby.com and they list the credits for the game, my name's not going to be listed there. Yes, you can call yeah. Mercury Steam and they can vouch for it, but it shouldn't have to come to that. I sh- they should be instantly be able to boot up the game, see my name in the credits and say, okay, we have seen the work that you have done. We recognize the work you've done. We want to hire you for this job. By omitting them in the credits, they are altering the, cur- the career trajectory of numerous individuals. And that is a shit policy that has to be changed immediately. This isn't the first time we have heard of poor management within Mercury Steam. This is the second time following Lords of Shadow 2. And if the upper management cannot sort this stuff out, then I hope 
no matter how good Metroid Dread is, I do not want to see Nintendo work with them again. Hmm. That's fair. Um, I talked to someone on LinkedIn. It wasn't the actual guy that kind of blew the whistle on it. I talked to someone else on LinkedIn and she was a, well, she is a 3D cinematic animator that worked on many of the cutscenes in the game. And she said, I'm very proud of the whole team, but it saddens me to see that I'm not reflected in the credits for this work that I did. What? It has been hard for me to see that they've considered that it should be like this when I keep seeing a lot of animations that I made in every gameplay. That's, Dang. I mean, that's, that's, that's so sad to read, to, to like to hear that from someone that really worked their ass off on that game. And to Nate's point, it's going to be a very difficult uh, time for them to, you know, find uh, more work because you basically have to prove to someone that, hey, I worked on this game when it shouldn't have to, that conversation shouldn't even be a conversation in the first place. So I, I agree. I mean, just just whatever stupid 25% um, or less policy that you have, you need to adjust that. And another thing I will say is people leave companies as well, you know, mid mid-development. Yeah. The people that have left deserve credit as well. Um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, at Night Dive, anyone that's ever worked on a game, w- whether they are still working for the company today or they left the company, they are credited in the game that they or the games that they'd worked on, and that's just the way it should be. You have to you have to let your people get the credit that they deserve. Simple as that. Yeah, like this arbitrary number of twenty five percent. Why? Why is that the number that they came up with? If I work at your studio for a month, three months, and you are using assets I have created, my name should be in the credits. And is that a simple? I've seen people say, well, this is common for the industry. I don't care if it's common. It has to change. The industry has to change this. Hmm. This is not acceptable. Yeah, it is. It is weird because I was uh, I was thinking back, you know, people like who do the big productions on YouTube have like credits at the end. And sometimes they'll go on for a while, there's special thanks and stuff. What Scott did like a whole th- this whole like big ending to it, what is like first season or second season or something, and the credits are rolling and it's like and like it's like special thanks has all the stuff and has spawn wave. And I'm like, I don't even know what I did. Like what <laughs> why am I in the credits? And then here we have Mercury yeah. Steam, like, yeah, well, you worked yeah. for eleven you didn't quite make it to that twelve month mark. So we're not going to put your name in it. We're going to use animations, but it seems you know. <laughs> petty in a way for the industry. Oh, you're right. That's a good word for it. Yeah. It, it seems like it's almost like kind of like baiting someone with a carrot, you know, like, oh, you got to be faster than that, you know, but also it's like, well, what if you join towards the end of the project? Like, I can understand if you're trying to keep people on the project and not like just, you know, bail or whatever. But 25% is a substantial amount of time, especially think of a project cycle that's longer than four yeah, years. Triple A. Yeah, it's mm. obviously even more time than that. And and a year is a decent amount. Like a lot can change in a year. Someone being brought on, they can add a lot. But it, it just, it, it genuinely seems like it sucks because it's like if Metroid needs to like, if this discussion needs to pop up with Metroid, I hope people associate it with the actual industry itself and with Mercury Steam and not with the actual brand of Metroid because like, it's just unfortunate. There's been like so much that's blown up around this game. And I feel like, Obviously, we'll go into the positives of how good this game is and how um, proud the people should feel that worked on this game that probably aren't getting credited. Um, if anybody is listening to, like, I hope you know, like, you guys did amazing work. And if you didn't get credit, like, I'm sorry. Like, that's part of your life. Like, time is the most precious commodity that we have that we literally can't get back. Like, yeah, money, cool. But, like, time and effort and, and brain power, like, that's the essential part of 
getting deep into it, like the human spirit, but to not even be credited for that, like that, that kind of sucks. And it also when it does affect your career. So like it needs to change flat out. I agree, but it's just, it's wild. That's uh that brings up a point, Nate, you mentioned about Nintendo working with Mercury Steam. Do you think this affects their relationship at all for any future games? Man, it's hard to say, because it depends on how Nintendo management wants to view it themselves. If they're just going to view as the, the, end project they looked at the game said this is a fantastic game but they should be they should have some sort of control over how a contract studio that they are hiring is treating their employees and as we saw in the follow-up reports yeah mercury steam treated their employees well you know what that remembers me that reminds me of is um what happened with retro with the first metroid (laughs) prime do you remember that where they crunched like crazy and nintendo came in bought them and fixed it and changed it yeah. I mean, is Mercury Steam worth that much to Nintendo? Mm. To buy to, or to, to buy it and fix it? No. There you go. They're I feel like to studio. them, it's like it's not. It's probably not worth it then to be attached to that because you... Click is even saying all of a sudden this might be attached to Nintendo and even Metroid. Yeah, like, I mean, do you think though that perhaps this was a trial to see if it did do well? That maybe they were considering it, but now that all of this is blown up, because the fact that this even started from someone posting on LinkedIn. You know, like that's yeah. that's unfortunate for the company. I'm sure they're kind of scrambling, but also for Nintendo to be like, well, if this was a trial error for us to even consider it, maybe this does put a, a hinder. It does hinder the process. I don't know if I would view this game as a potential trial run of Nintendo looking to maybe acquire them in the future, or as more of a you did Samus Returns. It was a quality product. We're going to let you do Metroid Dread and. If you come out with a second quality game moving forward, we'll continue to contract you with future projects. But with the news of the workplace environment and how the management runs the studio, if I were Nintendo, I would just have great hesitations of, you guys are talented. There's no question about it. But there are a lot of hungry developers out there who send us their resumes, their work that we can probably go to, have some sense of control over the situation where we can help guide them like they did with Retro, a, a studio that had no games under their brand until Metroid Prime 1. And we can find someone else to make the next 2D Metro game if we want. And I would be hesitant if I were Nintendo to go back to Mercury Steam and say, we're willing to give you another project in spite of all of this evidence come, that came out where you treat your employees terribly. So either they need upper management change or I wouldn't come back and give you another project. Hmm. You produced quality, but yeah. at some point, the human factor comes into it. It was a four-year development. That was a long contract. Four-year development. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's 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 tough for for Nintendo to weigh that out and figure out what they want to do now with Mercury Steam. Because you're right, the talent's there, but then it's like, at what cost with some of the... Obviously, the PR that's coming out now around it. And you said I the just, human factor. I just think it's crazy. Like Credits are like the easiest thing. Really yeah, hard. I know, right? And that's, know, why, that's why I was making the joke about up. the character limit and stuff. It's like, yeah, you just uh. type, you just put their name in. It's almost like they wanted people to think that less people worked on it. So that's like, look at what we did with less or something. I, I don't know. It's weird. It's like, just yeah. put their, it, it's right there. You just type it out. Co- you copy and paste. You want to type the whole thing out. I don't, um, I, I don't really, I'm trying to figure out why they would. Yeah. Do that. And I, I just can't really out. come up with any good reason. The, for the, it. the only thing I saw online, which is still a shitty reason is uh employee retention, basically trying to force people to exactly. want to stay, to be credited. And that, in front that's, of them. Yeah. It's oh, still a shitty approach. Man. It's a really <laughs> shitty approach. 
That's literally what oh, he said, like keeping a yeah. carrot in Th front of them. That's the reverse. That's going to have the reverse effect on what yeah. they think is going to happen. And that's, I mean, let's be clear. Mercury Steam does not have a good, uh, good reputation in Spain. There are aspiring developers in Spain who will tell you Mercury Steam is a shithole. Yeah, but it's... if... But if Nintendo did buy them and change the culture, then maybe more people would want to go there. With a culture change, maybe people would look at it. But as they stand now, people try to avoid going to that studio because of the reputation. And even the LinkedIn employees saying, we're proud of what we produced. But their critique was management and the company itself is terrible. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's maybe it's time. Maybe it's time for Nintendo to make another acquisition. Mm. I don't know. Shoot, the risk is worth yes. the reward. So we'll find out. But we can talk about Metroid Dread, uh, the game that they did produce, mm -hmm. because uh, I, I played through it. I beat it. Took me just over seven hours. Seven hours and six minutes, actually, is what I have here for my first playthrough. I'm going back through it again on hard mode. Wait, how many? Seven hours and six minutes. Jeez. To beat it. Uh, the first run through. I have... I have like a screenshot I took for it. And then I, um, I'm going through it a second time on hard mode because I, I knew I was going to play through it again because I, I was seeing that people are like, oh, it unlocks hard mode. So I'm like, well, I might as well just go through it and then I'll do it again on hard mode. And this is, uh, yeah, this is up there as one of the best games of the year for me. So this is it right here. It's so much I fun. really, really, really enjoyed my time with it. Um, I'm trying to 100% the game now. I'm not playing hard mode because it's, it's brutal, but, um, I think it's one of the best games I've played this year. And and I know we've talked about this before, but it should definitely be in the conversation for game of the year this year. I think it's that good. Let me bring up my WordPad thing because we made that for um, August game of the year. We did put it in there. Okay. I was like, yeah, we, we did drop that one in there. All right. It is technically one of the highest rated games, the highest rated game of the year. I think next to it takes two maybe and Ratchet and Clank. I was pretty yeah. skeptical. Because obviously, like they have trailers and stuff, and they show you certain elements, and I figured, mm -hmm. oh, they're going to show you the most involved parts. But there are a lot of parts they actually didn't show in the trailers that I've genuinely yeah. been surprised and about, yep. and I have been the, appreciative of that. The way that they kind of marketed Emmy was not really anything like Emmy in the game. Bro, we, I love and I'm not saying, Emmy. and I'm not saying that was a bad thing. It no, was just, yeah. it was just a lot different than what I expected. Um, and I really like Emmy in the game a lot better than the yeah. way that I. I that Nintendo was kind of because Nintendo was kind of showing it off as like a Resident Evil Nemesis type thing where it just follows mm. you around the whole map. Yeah. Um, and I like I like the kind of enclosed areas where you can take Emmy on because it gives you a really good opportunity to just get the lay of the land and figure out escape routes and and what you're going to do and how you're going to you know uh, approach it. So I really like that mechanic um, a lot. I thought it was really really cool. The bosses were they were good. I like some of the set pieces they had where you, you might miss some of them because if you don't counter at the right time and then yep. kind of interact, uh, you'll you just won't see it happen. But there are some like legitimately impressive things that happen with those bosses where Samus just messes them up. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's a little it's, badass dude. Yeah, he just starts lighting uh, these bosses up. Um, and has those moments where she like you know the boss tries to do something really cool and she just kind of turns one way and then like looks right back at him. So quick, have you finished the game? Are, are I. You no so for me it's taken a little bit longer because um like i haven't played a metroid game in probably like 11 12 years mm -hmm. i think I, and I was like oh maybe i'll just go back to super metroid but i just 
with the way my schedule is, I never got a chance. So I was like, oh, I'll be fine. And then, bro, like you you can get lost and it's totally okay because it's like you have the collectibles and stuff, but like certain things, it's just like there are so many elements where you want to go back, but then you're also like, no, 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 no. I got to focus. And you're like, wait, where was I going? And then yeah. you're just like uh, all over I, the place. And I, only Emmy, be, like, I, I only asked because um, there's some things later in the game that I was going to talk about, but I, I'll, I'll save it. Um, yeah, there are a couple elements where I was like, hold up, like, oh my God. Plus obviously the addition to the lore and stuff like that like that yeah. honestly like i love metroid lore so much so it's been like an absolute like blast to kind of experience but the amount of people that i've even seen posting like yo i'm gonna start playing samus and smash brothers now i'm like oh my god dude it's making me so happy because like even just the way she stands you know after she defeats an enemy it's like yo she just seriously messed you up and she doesn't even care you know it's just like samus is back in action and the way they add elements uh i could just go on forever but it's nice yeah, I, I did. I enjoyed it quite a bit um, from what I played through it. I, I like the uh, I do like the setup for the game and the way that they still they try to pull you in certain directions without telling you you have to go here. It's it's kind of hard to describe, but like they will give you a power and then immediately have you open a path with that power or ability like the mm -hmm. morph ball, for example, to a transporter that then takes to another map, essentially. And then you look around where it put you and you're like, oh, OK. I have to kind of go in this direction. Mm. So it does try to funnel you in a way, but still it's allow you to kind of like look the around end of the game. I've noticed it like kind of happens more frequently. You know, once you start unlocking like the teleporters as well. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm trying yeah. to be like uh, vague with some of it. <laughs> there was only really one time where I was like, what do I do next? You know? Um, yeah. And then really just took, well, I need to go to this part of the map because I haven't explored it yet. And then that was pretty much all I needed to do. Right. So, I, I really like that they don't tell you what you need to do, but they, I guess, subliminally push you in that direction this anyway. Up, this brings up something interesting, MVG. Let, let me hear your take on this. The There was something that came up. I know it was all over. Um, it was all over Twitter. I think David Jaffe was having a hard time with this game. And he brought up the 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 issue with the the walls that you don't have any indication they're breakable, hmm. um, but you shoot them and they break and you go through, right? this is something that's been with Metroid for forever. Like <laughs> it's just been an aspect. And clearly they decided not to go, I guess the more modern route of make it look yeah. breakable in some way. And it was, I mean, they tell you in the beginning, they're like, just start shooting everything. Yeah. Um, there's no limit on ammo or anything. Just hey, if you get stuck, you know, try shooting around, see if you can discover it on your own kind of thing rather than like, for example, when you're jumping around in certain games, um, like in Assassin's Creed and Uncharted, a ghost Tsushima, they have the, the moss growing on the ledge or like the white kind of outline of it or stuff. They don't do that in this game. They basically say, just start shooting everywhere. Uh, discover even, it on your own. They don't even do it. Like you were talking about the sequences, like with the boss fights, like the ones that you can parry and do like a whole, like kind of cinematic cutscene. Like they yeah. don't even tell you what to do at first. So sometimes the boss will like engage with you and you're like, what do I do? And it's like, Oh, I'm supposed to like parry or attack there. I like the fact between the shooting the walls and, and the, the not like most of the time it's like, oh, press X or press the trigger or press something and it kind of give you a time to wait. It's like, no, you're just on your own. It genuinely feels like you're stuck by yourself. Yeah, I don't I don't people aren't going to like this, but I don't disagree with Jeffy's take on this. But what I will say is. If if they did change some of the, the design to include and show what breakable walls were and stuff on the map that's kind of changing what metroid is you know what i mean well, um, I, do, I don't know 
won't spoil anything. It like for me, for, for me, um, if you know, if you know what Metroid is and you're going into it, you know exactly what you're getting. And I think you know they did a really good job keeping, I guess, the the source material on mm-hmm. point with this. But I don't disagree with what he's saying. Um, but it, I think it's also quite apparent to me that maybe he's not a big metroid guy in the first place mm-hmm. i also no. don't know if i would quit the game because of that <laughs> well see I mean, tell yeah John. I, I don't think I see would. to your point there mvg <laughs> as you mentioned this is something that metroid veterans are accustomed to mm-hmm. this is a title that people want newcomers to come to and embrace so sure. if you do have this type of mechanic in place where it could potentially confuse the player as they don't know what to do. They don't know to shoot this random pixel along a ledge to make the water drain out so you could jump up to the door. That's gonna con- That causes that confusion where a newcomer is going to get frustrated with the game and say, okay, I'm done. I played it for the hour. This is frustrating me. I quit. Did they, did they already buy the game, though? <laughs> Who knows? We could assume, yes, maybe they borrowed it from somebody. That's all, that's all I needed. All right. We're good. I don't know at what point, though, like... Especially now, if you want to buy a game on launch without any idea of what you're getting into, like, and you're frustrated, maybe I can kind of understand that. But also at the same time, like, with the way that the internet is and stuff like that, you have plenty of time to kind of understand what a series is kind of about, in my opinion. So, like, that's kind of like people getting upset about, like, Dark Souls or something for being too difficult or too unforgiving. It's like, well, that's literally what the series is known for. That's that's its whole stake. And just because... (laughs) we were just talking about this earlier today is just because you're bad at a game doesn't mean the game is bad like you're just maybe that's just not for you maybe that's not how your brain works there are a lot of people they're like yo it messed me up the puzzles pissed me off at first but once i solved it and i got it i felt so accomplished and now i'm in love with it so many people this is their first metroid game again no idea what to expect literally racking up on the hours for their playtime but now they love it and they like that play style so it's like okay maybe this is their opinion reviews are obviously pretty subjective it didn't work for them their brain doesn't work that way but that doesn't mean the game is bad or needs to change like that just doesn't work no it doesn't mean the game has to change but it also means that the opinions of an individual like jaffe aren't wrong sure it's subjective of course i'm not saying jaffe's wrong um what i'm saying is you know um I don't even know what I'm saying, honestly. I mean, I think I, I, I think I'm just happy that this is a Metroid game and that hasn't really changed. Um, and I think Nate, to your point, real quick. I mean, you said you know maybe they should look at ways to make it more accessible. Um, here's what else. My response to that is sure that may be true, but you're still going to get destroyed on bosses, right? Like, I mean, this this is a tough game. You know what I mean? If if you're coming into this, you know, thinking that you're going to, you know, breeze through this, if you haven't played a Metroid game before, you may walk away feeling like, wow, this is a challenge that I wasn't mm-hmm. really ready yeah, for. You I, know? I saw some people in the chat with the, the seven hour clear time. I I play a, a lot of Mega Man and, and Metroid like yeah. games. So that for me, this is this was a bit more straightforward. But MVG's right. There are some points of the game that would be considered pretty difficult at times for I'll, even normal. I'll tell you guys, I Absolutely. probably died I probably died two hundred times clearing <laughs> that game. Right. I, I'm yeah. not you know I'm not I'm not here saying I'm a great game or anything. Like I finished the game, but that last boss like wrecked me about fifty times before I, I figured out how to beat it. There. Oh, you know I like I mean? that I actually like that final boss. That was that was I'm not even done with the game, and honestly, I think I'm already over ten hours. I, so, I, I again, did thirteen on the game. Person, person. I did 13? thirteen on the game, and I only did 
45 percent ah, of the map. so now we get to go into the the next part of the topic 100 is it worth 60 dollars oh i think yeah. it is i think it is. <laughs> yes. this was a this was a, i mean this is a hot topic online too is it is it worth the, no, the money mean, the game is well paced it's I don't think it overstays its welcome in any way. It does sure. what it sets out to do. It's a great Metroid game. $60 is more than fair for what is being offered here. Yes, I agree. It, it totally is worth worth the price. Even though it's 2D. Yep. It's more than just 2D. Like the cutscenes and this like the the integration. Like there are let's be real, there's been 3D games that are not worth $60, $70. Like they're just not. It's again, like so, it, it comes down. What you're to, all telling me is there is a place money. in this world right now for a $60 2D game. Yeah. All right. Cool. Of course. Good. Haven't, I think haven't it depends we, on how it's, haven't we how known it's that since yeah. Mario? <laughs> did, did, what, correct me if I'm wrong. Did we talk about this when Link's Awakening came out? That was it was yes. 60? It's going to write right? this time yes. down so, first I, so I can send it to Capcom. I feel like this Keep conversation going. comes up all the time. If if a game's not 3D, um, people ask, well, is this worth the 60? I mean, I, it absolutely is worth the 60. The problem is, is that the conversation regarding it isn't even genuine. It's a disingenuous topic by trolls to downplay what a product is because it doesn't fit their criteria of what mm -hmm. a AAA game is at full price. And the mm -hmm. problem that we continue to acknowledge this meaningless debate is just empowering it to return time and time again. Mm-hmm. So you're saying there is a place for a $60 high-budget Mega Man game. <laughs> we didn't say that. What? <laughs> I think we, I think we talking, came to that determination. I think we came to that determination. Yo, you, you think Mega Man could handle the, even just like the scope of, of uh, cutscenes that, uh, that Dread has? I feel like Capcom could do it. What if they put it in the RE engine? That'd be cool. That would be cool. I, I yeah. think if Capcom marketed a new Mega Man game and they went big, I think I could see it, John. I mean, I, I think they could do it, but I could see it too. It's, it's it's one of those things where it's like, here's five million dollars, make make the best game you can, you know. Mega Man X Nine, Ari Ari Engine. I don't, I don't know if they're going to spend the money on it. They will not. Uh, let's uh, let's go what, over to what Metroid Dread does need, though. Uh huh. And you kind of brought it up in a way, MVG, with the accessibility is. I'm colorblind. Seeing the colors of the teleporters was very difficult. Green and yellow oh, blended that's into a good it. Point. So when I'm going towards one, on, and I understand you can move the cursor to highlight it so it can say teleporter green. But when yeah. I'm just looking at it at a map quick, green and yellow look the uh, same. So at one point of the game, I was running towards the wrong one because uh, I couldn't tell the two apart. Mm. So that would have been a nice option, like a colorblind color mode. mode. Yeah. That would but, be nice, yeah. yeah I, I, and I think, I think another... I don't want to say criticism, but another part where I think it loses a little bit of points is the music. I'm not into the music in this one. It's much more ambient. It's not so much like an overarching theme. Right. Yeah. yeah, with Metroid, yeah. you always have that. You always remember that area where you say, oh, that theme from this region. Was yeah, Metroid, awesome. Prime, Metroid this, Prime has the theme. Uh, I want North yeah, it has Vendrana Drift. I want great mm -hmm. music. I want all that stuff. You know? Let's get Metroid Prime in here then. And do it. that's definitely an area that, yeah, the music they could have improved. And I may be one of the few people who feel this way with Dread. I just never felt really any fear or tension from the game. I didn't what? get it from Emmy. Emmy, I was just kind of like, I kind of screwed around with Emmy. I was like, I was jumping over it. And I was like, ah, look at you. You can't Bro, catch me. Is and that why? And on is the that, other end and just blasted it. Is Bro. that why it took you half an hour longer to beat it than it did me? I probably finished <laughs> with higher percentage of items. 
know, like 83% or something like that. Exactly. Have you played Click and Play Fusion? <laughs> I have no idea how many items. <laughs> I had like 55. I have no have, idea. Have, have you played Fusion? I played a little bit. Yeah, I played back in the day. Did but you, get to, like, did you get to like SAX when SAX bursts out of the wall and just scares the shit out of you on the screen? Yeah, like, but I, like honestly, it's like it's hard to kind of compare the two, in my opinion, because of the dynamic of almost how they get like on the superiors of the games. So it's like. I feel like now because of my setup where I am, I'm not as distracted. Like I feel like I'm yeah. like an ADHD almost where like if I have headphones on, I'm sitting here, I'm on a big screen and I'm focused. It hits completely different than if I'm like back and like with a group of friends in a room just kind of hanging out. It's like, oh, that's, you know, kind of creepy. But no, the Emmy were flat out like there were times where I was like, <laughs> yeah, like making inaudible screeches because I was like, holy <laughs> crap, like this thing is yeah it's good i like it it's really creepy <laughs> so as of now for our game of the year list which actually we're gonna find out nominees in two weeks right three weeks mm -hmm. it's like right at the beginning of november we find out because then we have an entire month to argue and complain about them and then they they unveil it i think uh the first yeah, week of december you better, the show. you better get ready when cp 20 77 is Hold not up. there no <laughs> it's gonna be there i told it's everyone at too many games there. it was gonna be there and they all booed correctly it's not gonna all right be there. <laughs> you better right. accept that i don't want to see a video on spawncast plus over there saying where's cyberpunk 2077 okay but but <laughs> if cyberpunk is there oh God. you gotta give me a shout you. out you gotta give me a shout out nate the hate spot <laughs> i will personally blame you for it being there you should <laughs> and if it wins Jeff probably saw that and is like, that's a good idea to get people talking about this. You know what? It's just, it's no. just in. Oh, it's God. just in. Well, <laughs> cruising blast. That's getting in. As of as of now, as I had as of now we have Monster Hunter Rise, Ratchet and Clank, Death Loop, It Takes Two, Psychonauts Two, or Ari Village. We're kind of undecided there. And then Metroid Dread. Where is where's Kana? Are we seriously gonna let yes. Sean's experience with Kana affect it? Yes. <laughs> Sean is the decider. I said so. Put it on the list. I Dread think that'll Canada be up for. Bulk. I think that'll be up for indie game of the year, right? Probably. See, if Sean doesn't make the list, Dread to me can't make the list. They're, they're what? Yes, honestly, Dread is amazing. I need to finish Dread, but Kenna is amazing as well. And oh. like the fact, the fact that people are again are bad at the game, and they're saying the game is bad because of it. <laughs> it's a little tilting. I love how the chat tilting. just went. Kena is not game of the year material. Immediately after, Kena is definitely game of the year. <laughs> let's uh, do, do a poll. Let's see what the what the chat says. Yeah, let's do the live poll. Let's see. What oh gosh, what about so, Lost Judgment? Let me let me go ahead and recognize Lance Rubio yeah, here, who, who did a. a very large uh, donations saying gme and don't forget to use their trades on your swoled ps5 and series x upgrades challenge any of you to get more than 325 dollars they still wanted to give me for my xbox one x so again gme there you go take advantage of that if you can get the trade in value on that one definitely do it especially for the oled model people were saying they only had to spend like 60 bucks to upgrade to it by trading in their like current switch Oh, that's so nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. I, I booted that thing up out of the box and like the speakers like hit me and I'm like, <laughs> I could feel the sound coming out of it. It was crazy. 
so I mean, I think I think Kana's gonna be up for indie game of the year. Yeah, I mean, probably yeah. because this is their first game ever, and I think a lot of people would get upset by it. But to say like, that I, it's not a it couldn't be a contender, I think is crazy. Like, I kind of think if it takes two wasn't on the list, you might see Kana in there. I don't, mm. I don't know. I don't get it. We'll see. Well, I guess we'll see. That's the list we have right now. I'm just trying to see how close we'll be to what critics are kind of thinking and what they put up for How would you react if Kenna made the overall game of the year list and Metroid Dread was omitted? I would have... That'd be weird because Metroid... That'd be weird because Metroid Dread is like the highest rated game of the year next to Ratchet and Clank, I think. You have to remember how this goes. Like Ghost of Tsushima was a beautiful game and it all went to Last of Us Part 2. So like you have to like also think about I don't think in all, in all honesty like if we're talking about personal Kana's on my list, Dreads on my list. If we're serious, I wouldn't be surprised if neither of them are really mentioned. Mm. No, I, I think Dread I think Dread made, I think Dread made enough of an impact that it will get a nod. Dread makes the list. I think it will. That will perhaps be the greatest achievement in my opinion. I, that that Metroid like you know the Metroid series has. You know what's crazy? I think Dread has a chance to win Game of the Year. I, well, I think last, it has a legit shot. The last yeah. Metroid to win Game of the Year, I think, is Metroid Prime 1. I think so, too. But I think mm -hmm. this has, like, a legit shot to actually do it at the Game Awards. Unless something comes out of nowhere and shocks everyone. See, right now, based on if we're viewing, like, the Game Awards as the venue, I think the Cinderella story is going to be Psychonauts 2 takes Game of the Year. Please. Psychonauts 2 might be there. That's where I'm like that could be up there two. too. Yeah, that's very possible. I, I think that one ends up winning at the Game Awards. Psychonauts mm. 2 walks away. It's the best game I've played this year. Interesting. So what, what other award other than Game of the Year do you think Dread could take home? Switch Game of the Year. Family game of the year. They do like Family Game of the Year? No, no, no. no. Family Game of the Year. Family, friendly. family Game of the Year is going to be Mario Party. Yep. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, I don't action game maybe. No action games usually like Call of Duty or Battlefield wouldn't, or something like that. You know, New World's gonna be in there too somewhere. Uh, would be an action game. Deathloop. Deathloop. Deathloop will probably yeah. win action game. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. That's why I think everything for Metroid Dread pretty much rides on Game of the Year. <sighs> what does Abandon fit in all this? <laughs> oh. uh, I heard their the, next um, announcement is there. That's that game. Them. What are they called? The game in progress thing. Oh, good. What's what's that award called? <laughs> ongoing game. game? Yeah, ongoing <laughs> game. It's gonna ongoing go to abandon. It cannot be in there. No. Best ongoing game might go to Cyberpunk. Life is strange. What is your fascination with Cyberpunk? I want to see the internet react. You okay? just want to see the internet burn. This is That's a venue. This is a venue that nominated Jump Force for Fighting Game of the Year. Because there was only like two there fighting games. Else. They all they needed were two spots. Then Jump Force did not have to be there. They were like, we have to make this a competition. What do we do? Add in the one that got one vote. Like, okay. Like there was no other ones on the ballot. They were like, some asshole actually voted for this, so we have to include it. Oops. Uh, a lot fresh. Gosh. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> all right. We also had sales. Uh, the biggest one being in Japan. Japan. Selling 84,000? 87. 87. Biggest opening, I believe, except for... Wait, there was one, I think, that... No, because we don't have data for the original... We don't have data for the original Metroid um, right. for the first sold, week. What, like, I think it overall sold like a million? What the first Metroid? The first Metroid like, sold two point seven. Mi it was right there at oh, Prime. Just Japan, I think it was a million. Oh yeah, just Japan a million. Uh, but this is the biggest opening we've had for a Metroid 
game ever in Japan. This is it right here. And it makes sense. It's a switch effect. Is Sean playing Milan Wonderworld? Oh, that's a good question. So I think everything is really going to ride on that MPD. I will tell you this. If Metroid Dread tops the charts and beats out Far Cry 6 and MPD, it's over. Sean might as well start playing Balan. (laughs) If that that happens. Is that a tall tall order, though? Yeah, because Far Cry... Okay, so in the U.S., first-person shooters basically reign supreme. Sure. Uh, So if... Far Cry 6 is below Metroid Dread. I would say, yeah, it's probably going to hit 3 million copies. Does does NPD count digital sales for Ubisoft? They do. Okay. Then, we'll, we, then we have a better idea of performance. Because if they then, didn't, then sure. it kind of mixes things a bit. So if, if physical copies of Dread outsells all of Far Cry 6. That would be insane. Yeah, yeah. that's a big at, at that point, At that point, do you say Sean should just start getting ready? You should, we should actually buy probably should open too. it. Yeah, you should probably open it. <laughs> we can give him a mask and a hat too, though. Get any day one patches installed. <laughs> Go ahead, just do it. Uh, that's that's the biggest thing I look forward to. We're not going to know anything about that for another month. Yeah, yep. midway through November. So, but good start in Japan, and I guess we'll find out next week how it continued on. Like what? What kind of like what kind of tail yeah, it could have there for that? What so, type of drop off it has if it holds or not. I, the OLED did pretty well too. That actually had a lottery system attached to it just to get them out to people. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's going to be hot this holiday. It, the switch is going to cross a hundred million mark um, by the end of this year. Yeah. Yep. Something catastrophic would have, have to happen for it not to. Yeah, basically. So it's, it's going to pass. Like we're going to find out that it's right there with the Wii in the next sales report. I think after this, that'd be in January. Yeah. End of January, beginning of February, we'll find out then uh, it's probably going to, say something about the the switch being at like a hundred million or something or 101 million right at the way uh evan we have discord questions over there what is a game release or event in history you wish you could have covered like you do now Mm. wow that's a good you know what maybe the maybe the uh the nes when it was first showing up that could have been interesting after the atari just dying I think it would have been like I would have liked to have covered the launch of the original PlayStation. Oh, that, that's a good one too. That that was just a disruption of the industry like yeah. nothing before it, in my opinion. And I think for me that was that's a big moment. Because they punched Sega in the face too. Big time. Big time. <laughs> That'd have been great. You didn't realize the reaction videos for that <laughs> on YouTube? <laughs> $2.99. Man, that'd have been fun. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, I think it's just those that generation, like that N64, PS1, Saturn one. It was still like they were still kind of mean to each other. Yep. <laughs> that would have been good. Those oh, were good man. generations when everyone was flexing horsepower. But we move 100,000 polygons a second. Yeah, well, we move 150. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That thing <laughs> looks so much more real. Like, that guy has an extra polygon in his face. PlayStation sucks. Like, oh, maybe the death of the Dreamcast, even. That would have been interesting cover yeah. mm. ps2 killed that thing yeah and sega killed it itself because they didn't know how to budget games and they that was a good point they spent a lot of money on shenmue yeah they only uh, had to sell what 30 copies to every dreamcast sold yeah, in the world to make the budget back some ridiculous number you got another discord question evan uh do you do you think we could get sean to enhance the bet if it sells four million within the year do we think we can get him to stream the entirety of balan from front to back oh, on his channel we should make him just cosplay. 
I want him to cosplay. Yeah, that would be fun. Unless there's a sponsor that's involved, I don't see that happening. <laughs> sponsor? What, what Sean cosplaying as? Like, just wears the hat. He'll just wear the bat. With the mask. I don't know any of the characters. <laughs> the cover, just like the cover. Mr. Ballin. Mr. Ballin. He should just cosplay as like the box art itself. Just like be a Switch yeah. game. <laughs> Man, uh, that would be great. We should do that. Evan, we got another Discord question. Most overrated Nintendo franchise. Ooh. Overrated. Ooh, overrated. Wow. Mario. What? <laughs> Oh. The Universal franchise. God, <laughs> overrated. Most overrated one. Mario. You mean, ah, that's t- in terms of like, hmm, like how much uh, hype it gets versus sales? I mean, maybe this, this, this going to get ugly really fast. This, 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 maybe, well, maybe it's just, uh, maybe it's just personal preference. I don't know. Like, I Yoshi's Island, I didn't really enjoy. I don't know. Man, most mm. overrated Nintendo franchise. Mario. Maybe Pikmin, because everyone always wants Pikmin 4, but that, no one buys maybe, Pikmin. Yeah, maybe. Pikmin. Pikmin the the be best good. selling Pikmin just happened like a well, year ago when it was 2 million copies or something. Can I, can, can I say Paper Mario? No. <laughs> Unallowed. <laughs> you can. <laughs> you know what? I like this one in the chat. I kind of like this one in the chat. Mother earthbound Damn. whoa what hold whoa, on hold whoa, on whoa. hold on whoa, I kind wait of a like, minute. it's kind of overrated we haven't had a game in 20 years how does it have so many legions of fans for a game that didn't sell because it's absolutely incredible no it's a meme online to beg for a game you can't have Look, Click is saying I'm right from the kitchen <laughs> or the parlor I, we don't know where she went the parlor. I was getting banana nut bread the, the parlor well you know yeah. what Nate you're gonna have to show up Next, next, uh, oh, next year cool. to too many games, and tell everyone in the crowd exactly that. If I ask people name another character in Mother or Earthbound that's not named Ness and Lucas, they would father. Know. Shut up, French <laughs> father. <laughs> oh, people need to play the game. It's good. I have played the game, but I was like, 15. can we say Bayonetta? Can we say Bayonetta? Does that count? No, it's a Sega. You IP. want that smoke online? No, that's true. It's not Nintendo. You right can't now. say Astral Chain. Hold up. Yeah, Astral Chain actually did pretty well for being a new IP. Not enough people talk about Astral Chain. Shut up. No. Uh, LJ won't shut up about it. <laughs> I mean, an overrated Nintendo franchise, that's really hard. Yeah. I mean, most of our answers have been in, just in jest. Yeah. Whoa, whoever uh, said Clubhouse no, games serious. in the chat, let's get them okay, out of Okay, click a serious that Mario is overrated. I could reenact a Mario game right now for you, and it oh, would gosh. apply to like, all of them. Let's see it. Uh, really? No. Yes. <laughs> Hmm, I'm Mario. Whoa! Hi. He's so cool. Hi, he's, he's so cool. Luigi. He's so cool. Here comes Bowser. Oh, 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 oh. oh Peach woman. Oh. <laughs> Mario, you're so. I'm Mario still Peach. Oh, Mario! Whoa! And then there's Toad somewhere in the background. And then, hold on. Jump, 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 hit blocks. Final boss. Woohoo! Punches him, flies away. Thank you, Mario. Yeah, but she she makes him a cake. Like I was there. I'm convinced Mario's overrated. <laughs> this is from... I feel a lot of pent up aggression against Mario. Honestly, yeah, what did Mario ever do to you? <laughs> He's gotten a theme park, and Zelda hasn't. All right, bring Zelda to Orlando, you cowards. 
This yeah, is from that's Mario 2045. Is, everyone knows Mario. <laughs> <laughs> this is from uh, the Legend of Zelda, and it's about a guy named Link. This is from Patrick. Makes sense. You don't insult uh, Linky. This is from Patrick saying, "Thank you so much for signing my Pokemon backpack. I love you guys. Can't wait to see you next year. We will be there. We're gonna Heck make yeah. Nate go too. Yes, we will. Yep. But I'm staying home. What? No, you won't. No, MVG no! has to go. So many people <laughs> ask for MVG. He has to be there. Based on the tweets I saw, no one asked for me." what no bro they were you. literally photoshopping your logo in different photos it was like where's waldo but instead yeah. where's nate i was there i was on evan's shirt oh gosh Andy says corrupting him Andy says visiting my parents shout out to my mom bro <laughs> hope all is well with you and yours thanks Andy. yo shout out to mama ackerman there you go. Ross says, uh, let's see. Stan oh, since Dreamcast guy is online tonight, I started it and am playing Judgment for the first time after playing Yakuza 0 to 3. So far, so good. Gears Judgment. Yes. Great game. Gears Judgment. <laughs> Derek says if the Nintendo expansion was 15 to $20 cheaper, but did not include Genesis and did not include Microsoft Rare on N64, would it be a better deal? Probably. So yes. $35 for nintendo and 64 nintendo 64 games. games eight of them and then the other one's coming maybe they just slot majora's mask in or something or f-zero x instead of banjo and then they have the other ones coming later definitely be Wait. an easier sell probably i think it'd be an easier sell too you i know? thought you guys really wanted banjo though i mean i have banjo on the yeah. xbox uh on the 64 on my banjo. phone yeah, like three four weeks ago you guys were talking about how banjo I, would be I, crazy to have i was not really uh, banjo is good but it's not for me it's one of those games you're going to go back well if you've never played it it's going to really annoy you because oh. it's a big collectathon game and it's it hasn't aged particularly well and I, i'm there's probably people in the chat are gonna like go off at me but it's not particularly aged very well. It's I a great I, game, but there's it's a, a it's a game of its time as well. So. Banjo, a banjo collection would have been cool. Have Hank Hill, that would have been fun. Damn it, Bobby. Matthew ben, says. Matthew it, says. Ben, Matthew ben, says. Ben, Gene Park for Spawncast. We should get. We should get. Hey, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's get Gene on. Let's do it right Gene's now. Good Here guy. we go. All right, cool. Luke says, "Are any of you yeah, like just dying for some reason? Are any of you? I wonder why, Nate? Confused what, or concerned? I I was just talking <laughs> Luke says, "Are any of you confused and or concerned that the Advanced Wars remake seems to not be releasing in Japan? It still hasn't been announced for Japan, which seems very odd for a Nintendo game to it's release only in the West. Oddly, not odd for the Advanced Wars series because the last one on the DS didn't release in Japan until it was offered as a club." Nintendo game because Advance Wars doesn't sell in that region. Oh, there you go. The last one bombed so badly that they just like were not even bothering to release it in the region. Throne says Nintendo Switch Online expansion pass isn't worth it. A resolution bump with no 60 FPS support when phones and even old PCs can do a better job with proper widescreen. This is M says until GameCube comes to Nintendo Switch Online, I can't justify paying fifty dollars. I wonder how much Game, that service would cost. GameCube will not come to the Switch Online. They're just going to re remaster them, I assume, with releases. They're just yeah. going to re remaster the games mm -hmm. as they should, and then they'll be sixty dollars. Exactly. We're about to see Metroid get remastered or remade, right? Yes, Something we like are that. Are so. too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the problem with the GameCube games, I saw it a lot on Twitter is you have to remember the file sizes of these games. Let's say just for the average number, we say 500 megabytes, which would be on the lower end. If you give 10 games, that's five gigabytes of memory space from the system you now have to allocate. Mm. When you're looking and, at N64 games and NES and Super NES and Genesis games, these games are like 64 megabytes. They're small. They're not requiring substantial space to put them on. So when you get into talking of GameCube and Wii games, you're looking at 
much bigger file sizes, and that makes it, the app a little more impractical. Mister mm. says uh, it's much less of a price hike in the UK for the expansion, which is weird. Uh, Liam says is OJ done with the spawncast? Now OJ is still uh, on his vacation, so he'll be back at some point. He's thinking towards the end of October, beginning of November, he should be back. Uh, but he's he's been doing live streams now. So I would also check in there and you can talk to him about his vacation and everything there. Taking a refresher. I understand. Yeah. I mean, dealing with you guys all the time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ch yeah check, in with, check in with OJ on his live stream, too. Um, he can kind of talk to you about his plans for uh, when he's coming off his vacation and everything. Cleo says, uh, Jordan, whatever happened to cartoon crossovers like Jimmy, Timmy Power Hour? Our show's, not, our show's nowadays not good enough. Um, it's not that they're not good enough. It's that there's just no, uh, for the most part, longevity with cartoons. A lot of them only run the course for a couple seasons, and then it, that's really about it. You go back to Fairly Odd Parents, that still has new stuff coming out. Jimmy Neutron had a movie and a spinoff. Like, it's 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 really complicated. I'd like to see more of it. I think it's fun when it happens. I don't think it's completely dead, but um, you know. Anyone hit us with a Discord question? Uh, what are some of the cast's favorite horror slash generally spooky movies? Mm. The news. I like Event Horizon. <laughs> yo, Event Horizon. I like Horizon. His, good. Event Horizon. Yeah. It's, it's underrated. Definitely. Oh, yo, Event Horizon. Oh, you just unlocked. I you mean, said, Dead I said Space the, the movie? Yeah. I said at the front of the theater for that, and when the opening scene happens, when it's that spinning freaking satellite, and I'm just sitting there, I was yo. like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember um, Alien? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Alien yes, I remember. You remember Alien. that really old movie, oh. Alien? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, not yeah. Alien. <laughs> just no, 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 disgustingly no, no, old no, dinosaur no, archaic film, Alien. Tom, calm down there, Tom Holland Spider-Man. Signs. Signs. Oh yeah. Signs good. Yeah, signs good. Yeah. Remember that old movie, Nightmare on Elm Street? Remember that thing? Oh, the thing. That old monster god. Yeah. Uh, it's a great movie. It is really let's, good. Uh, yeah. let's go. Let's go over to the GTA trilogy as we finish up here because it looks. I mean, it looks like they already confirmed that it's happening. Uh, they're doing this in stages, by the way. It's like every week they're just talking about this a little bit more, and it appears that there was a description that was pulled down, going over some of the, I guess, enhancements that they'll have along with system requirements. But some of the enhancements include better visuals. Uh, just what they're looking for is high resolution textures, increased draw distance, and Grand Theft Auto Five style controls and targeting. And they say much more. So, I do wonder what these games are going to look like when they get revealed because we heard unreal engine is a possibility but now we have listings going up and they pulled down so i mean are we are we like a week away from these being shown nate we can hope i mean and it seems like we're very out. close yeah it's supposed to come out in november so they have to get on it it sounds like reading physical copies that's surprising because the original rumor from kotaku was saying digital only yes and those retail listings were suggesting full price yeah well okay so if these are actual like borderline remakes and they look good and they're three good Grand Theft Auto games, three Vice City and San Andreas, what do you think? Six, 60 bucks for that? If it's like legit in terms of what they've done to it in terms of yeah. work? If it's legit work and it, it's a nice improvement to the visuals where it really, it looks different enough from the PlayStation 2 originals. Three games for $60. I think Rockstar could get away with that. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, people are just, they want something else from Rockstar, some kind of release, anything. 
uh and i feel well, like this I mean, these games are gonna be new to a lot of people yeah right? i thought about that too i'm like man how many people do you think came into this whole thing and grand theft Auto 5 is their first one or grand theft Auto online maybe they never even played five yeah i mean grand theft Auto 3 is what started it all yeah that was a big dude when that came out on the ps2 that was a big deal that was crazy i remember you go over like a what what's that how much is the game it's probably gonna be 60 i don't know if they're gonna go seven i don't know if they're gonna go 70 i think it's just gonna be 60 um because it sounds like it's gonna come out as ps4 and xbox one just with backwards compatibility and then i'll have a patch later on um otherwise 60 across the board i like the idea of them just having a switch cartridge i guess just no downloads please mm. oh that would be sweet that'd be pretty cool right if they did that uh so the idea of having those three games in one package um and if they are new for a lot of people i mean that's a pretty good deal right i will say that that is a solid package if you have never played them um going from three up to san i mean san andreas is like i still think i mean just about the peak of grand theft auto san andreas is very good i, I want to say this before i decide i'm gonna yes buy yes we have to I, see that there's actual work done to it like I, legit. i'm a little worried about this one like okay. i feel like I, I feel like even though they're saying up res textures and better draw distance what if mm -hmm. they just took the android version and up res textures and gave it a better better draw distance no let's right. say oh, and <laughs> let's say mvg let me ask you this then if okay so we have that what if it is this unreal engine rumor and it, it shows up and it like actually looks more modern like in terms of like oh they're using unreal engine and all this Oh, well, then I think that's definitely worth another okay. look at for sure. So we have an idea. Okay, Android, yeah. it's like, eh, but then it's like... But I'm just a little worried because we've seen nothing of this game, right? And yes. when, when is it supposed to come, be coming out? November? Next month. November. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean this, that isn't uncommon for Rockstar. It's not, but it's also like, I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. It just feels like they should have shown us something by now, I feel like. This would be, this would be history as well because we've never had these... Uh, any of these Grand Theft Auto games on a Nintendo home console. They so were supposed this supposed to happen and they just never came to yeah. the platform. I it sounded I mean it seemed like there were just issues. I guess you think Nintendo had issue with it. Uh, I don't think it, it was so know. much Nintendo. I think it was the mini DVD. That that too. File the GameCube and stuff cuz they did have a running version of Grand Theft Auto 3 was actually announced for the GameCube. Yeah, but they never it did it on the Wii. Canceled. But they did like they did like bully they did Bully and Manhunt 2. Yeah, Manhunt 2. It's like, you put that on there, but you're not going to put uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. It seemed weird. Yeah, um, that was... It seems like the stars are going to align for this one, so that'll be, uh, that'll be an interesting announcement to see Nintendo next to Grand Theft Auto. Hopefully the version is, hopefully, you know, the release is good. It's quality because we can really have portable Grand Theft Auto 3 trilogy and Let know, on MDG. Nintendo console already yeah. doing that on the Vita. Prepare for yeah, disappointment. We're not all MDG. <laughs> Prepare for disappointment. Oh man, MDG's oh. already putting it out there. Uh, no. I'm not. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced this is going to be anything okay. that that great. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll I, hopefully we we'll find out in the next week or two. So we'll, we'll revisit the topic then when we see screenshots and gameplay and all of this. Um, so we have some super chats to finish up here, and then of course the. Um, discord questions have any fun start going through those all right uh if you could pick any exclusive game and port it to new platforms what would it be you said just uh what was it any exclusive like, game i guess to a platform and then port it to other platforms which one would it be oh huh. metal gear solid 4 yeah 
I mean, that, that comes up every time, doesn't it? It's like, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 4 is still stuck on that PS3. The, the easy answer is anything that's locked on the PS3. Pretty much. Puppeteer? Yep. Yeah. What's that? What's that about, Puppeteer? Ask Sony. I mean, they could technically do anything with that they want. Sony yeah. just doesn't want to bother with it. Hell, I the mean, studio that made it doesn't even exist anymore. And that, too, and they're probably like, are that many people really going to buy this thing? No one bought it the first time. Oh, you know, it'd be a good one game. is if they got Gravity Rush and put that on something like the Switch. Yeah, That'd be I interesting would, uh, to see how I'd that be, would do there. Perform I'd be happy there. With that. I'm just trying to help. I'm trying to save some of these Sony Japan games. <laughs> uh, guess, you can keep going with some of this. Yeah, questions, I, guess, I guess since we were talking about GTA, are we confident that uh, these new, these uh, GTA remaster games or enhanced games coming out uh, might? Not, would probably not be censored like to kind of modernize them with a little bit of game hmm. censorship that might be needed you, I don't you know. know what that's gonna that's the thing I, i'm gonna be curious mvg's take because we're gonna see how well these games run in the first place and i'm sure you're gonna do your own comparisons when it comes to the performance and emulation i don't know if they're gonna go in and edit any of the content though I think the Vice City soundtrack is going to get changed, right? Because, yeah. I mean, a lot of that licensed music is probably not going to carry over. So I think a lot of the soundtrack stuff is going to get yeah. uh, adjusted. I mean, that's something they could have renegotiated for this release. Mm. I mean, Vice City without the soundtrack isn't Vice City. That is a good soundtrack. I mean, that that's the epitome of 80s music. If you don't have that, if I'm not driving the streets of Miami listening to Push It to the Limit while gunning down a slut, that's not Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Go on. <laughs> Dude, that was that was a good commercial, though, for that game back in the day. <laughs> a flock of seagulls. Yeah, I ran. That was good. That was good with... Uh, a good song. What's the point of Grand Theft Auto again? I mean, I think you Nate just he, he spelled it out for you. <laughs> you build an, a crime empire. You build an empire, yeah. Voice City is literally Scarface. Yep. Voiced by if Ray Liotta. It's, if it's worth 60 bucks to you, yes. you know, go ahead. It's <laughs> not 2D, okay? It's 3D. I, I do wonder about the music, Nate. I mean, look at Crazy Taxi, like the, you know, the the up modern takes on that. It's the same Crazy Taxi, but there's no offspring anymore. They've just you know i mean it's not crazy taxi to me then yeah, yeah it's, it's just regular taxi i mean and that's why that version of crazy taxi kind of sucks i don't even i don't even i don't, I don't even, even acknowledge it. that one's existence yeah. no. i just turn on the dreamcast and pop in the original and say this is the true crazy taxi and then i listen to crazy boss on youtube and question life okay. crazy frog <laughs> In honor of Metroid Monkey Ball, in honor of Metroid Monkey Ball, have you ever reached a point in a game where you just give up on continuing your progress due to difficulty? Uh, I mean, it was about seven or eight times during Metroid Dread that I wanted to smash the Joy-Con. But too bad Sean's not here. He can tell us all about his Kana exploits. Um, <laughs> he did rage quit like, the league. <laughs> he rage quit the PS4 version. <laughs> I think when it wasn't streaming games, I would take a break and like come back to it. But like when I'm streaming now, it's like a, it's personal. Like people it's be like, personal. oh, you can just come back to it. Like just chill. I'm like, no, no, no. Like we're finishing this tonight. Um, yeah, I don't think there's a game I've stopped playing though because of difficulty. For me, it's almost like no, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna feel like mm. satisfied. Okay. Uh, I, the only thing I stopped, and it was just a side mission, was the last knitted night trial in Sackworld. 
because I couldn't get the gold because I'd fall off. It's It takes you 10 minutes to go through the stage and you can't die. You have to do 10 minutes to get a gold straight through. And I was like nine minutes. I could see the finish line and I got hit by a spike and I failed and I just yelled at the PS5 and <laughs> I'm, I'll one day beat it. Uh, but, do you know, do we the game. do we think if Metroid Dread gets nominated for Game of the Year that that would play greatly into a spike in sales that might lead it to three million? Yes. Yes, Maybe. that's yeah. why it needs to be nominated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm playing the long game here now with with I'm Sean. <laughs> He's going to be really mad if that gets nominated. By the way, so that is uh, he might as well start playing Bound then. Do you see future switches featuring the OLED screen or will Nintendo try to keep it exclusive to this model? They cannot go back to LCD at this point. I've seen the OLED. There's no going back. I yeah. think the light should have gotten the OLED and it probably yep. may still get the OLED model at some point. They could still do that, right? Move it up to 250, drop sure. the OLED in and sure. call it a day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What if they change the materials up a bit on it too so it feels a little more premium since it's going to have that OLED? This is very plasticky right now. The light with that LCD. Huh. All right, we'll go with. Uh, wouldn't Switch 4K as a name for the Switch successor create the same confusion as Wii U did as a successor for the Wii? I think the good thing about that is that 4K marketing's already done, so like people know what 4K is. No one knew what that U was. What is? What was that U? Yeah, I mean they wouldn't I don't know call it a Switch 4K. I mean you'd come up with something better than that. They'd probably still yeah. have Switch nope. in the name, but it could be Super. They're gonna Switch. overthink it. They're gonna overthink it. Just call it Switch 4K. You're good. Just like Switch Home. Oh gosh, they're gonna Switch call it like God. Switch UK or something. Everyone's gonna be like, wait, can I play Switch that in my region? UK. I don't know. Because <laughs> that MVG system. Just call it the Switch <laughs> Two. Yo, MVG's gotta collect the bag though for the marketing. Switch <laughs> it's like, it's my time. It's my time. <laughs> Call it the Switch 2. It worked for PlayStation. Just put a number on the end of it and just keep incrementing the but number every time. Microsoft's whole thing with the Xbox 360 is like, we can't call it Xbox 2 because there's a PS3. People think 2 call less than Switch 3. Duo. Look where that got them. <laughs> hey, 360 did well. Yeah, and then they're like, what do we do? Let's yeah, what do we do? One. Like, why? That's what we wanted to avoid. Let's try it. <laughs> Shit. What are we going to do now? Let's go with Series. letters. <laughs> TV, TV, TV. TV. Oh, connect. TV. <laughs> TV. Since God. since the mobile versions of Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3 were released on the Nintendo Switch back in 2019, do you think there is still a chance of Dragon Quest 4, 5, and 6 making their way to the platform as well? Ooh. Hmm. Yes? Maybe. Maybe. Yes, I hope so. I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, gonna say, I'm just I'm looking forward yes. to that. I'm going to put that energy out there. I'm going to say yes. I'm just looking forward to that 2D HD remake of 3. Yeah, that looks good. That looks good. So here's hoping it's out someday, you know, next two or three years. I'm just going to, although Smash Brothers yep. already has a high review score for its original release, do you think it deserves a higher score now, three years later? Hmm. Do we re-review games based on the downloadable content? It's not normal. I don't know, because practice. that would, yeah, that would open it up for a lot of, a lot of games then. I don't know if yeah. we could do that. I feel like the closest that happens is if the DLC is big enough, they'll usually just review the DLC as like a separate thing. Well, then you have to re-review a lot. Like No Man's Sky would have to be re-reviewed. Yeah. Completely, Completely different across game. the board. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if we would get an overwriting review score. I don't know if that's a good idea. Wouldn't having to patch your Switch games for compatibility with rumored Switch successor be a game preservation issue as when the update servers are down, you wouldn't be able to play your original Switch games anymore? Yep. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that's about right. 
So hopefully it's something that uh, I don't know. I don't know how you deal with that. That's going to be uh, yeah, Nintendo probably messed it up. All right. Uh, that's pretty much it for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, just expect much. It? Just, uh, just <laughs> yeah, take... it is it? <laughs> hey, just expect them to mess it up. And if they don't, it's a nice surprise. There we go. <laughs> that means there's a discord in there. Everyone's like, no, no, <laughs> not touching this one. Jason says, wouldn't it be cool if Sega made a 3d Sonic game in a Sega Saturn style? I've played both the, the, Oh, both the 3d games. And it had me wishing for that. No. Sega Saturn style would be interesting. So I, uh, it's uh, I I don't know. You guys says every time you put a game, they put a game on the service. Any rights holders gets a cut. How do you think this cost affects what what can actually be put on the service versus what players actually utilize? Hmm. For the Genesis games, I think they should have just bypassed that and just gone sixty four and with a lower price. That's my thought. Yep. That Genesis, I, I think that was a strange decision. Unless they have more down the road. Like if Saturn eventually piles in and then Dreamcast, I'll be like, you know, that's probably a good idea to form that relationship there. But we'll see. Bron says uh, the $50 isn't worth it to me. I only want to play Mario Kart 64. Lucius says my Switch died and when I recovered it, I lost 500 hours of Pokemon and 500 hours of Animal Crossing. Rip. Dang. Well, that's a lot of time. I know that I, feeling. Oh, yeah, they said Nintendo's biggest games don't support cloud saves. Oh, yeah, Pokemon doesn't have cloud save, does it? I think uh, Splatoon I didn't about either, that. right? Was it yeah. like anti-hacking or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they I claimed it was anti-hacking, but then anyway. people were posting up videos of hacking. It's like, really? <sighs> there was like, it was like with Pokemon, I guess you can cloud, you can move stuff to the cloud and basically duplicate Pokemon. Yeah. So that's what they're worried about, but yeah. yeah. Grief says, Nintendo Switch Online's price hike got me back into emulating N64. There you go. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> uh, uh, this is vegan says, what if they announce something else like a server update or something extra on expansion release date? It's possible. We can always hope though. I think if they just give us a schedule for one of the other ones, like Majora's Mask is in there. F-Zero X. Those are, those are pretty good games. So maybe they just drop a schedule for when they're coming out. Joshua says, I pre-ordered a Switch OLED from Walmart on July 16th. It was supposed to be here October 10th. I'm still waiting for it. What was the point of pre-ordering? He's, got, know, he's got the RGT problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Then we have uh, Griefing says only one new Banjo Kazooie or new Donkey Kong game. Donkey Kong. Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong. Donkey Kong. It's on like Donkey Kong. Will, Will says I got a family plan with seven mates on board to split the cost. This value is concerned. We are getting a good deal. Single user sub not worth it. Go family. Brent says I have never played Silent Hill two or three. Knowing the HD collection has problems, is it still playable since the originals are so expensive? Also, how is the Xbox version of two? I mean, it's playable, but it's not how you'd want to play it. I remember those had some seer when that when those things came out, the collection. I remember those things were just busted. Yeah, like, I, I would avoid. Bad. I would avoid the HD collection. Go with the original PS2 version, and the OG Xbox version is pretty good too. It, so, and it has its own special ending that you can get as well on the OG yep. Xbox. Yep. Swag says if Nintendo makes Mother Three an expansion exclusive, I will buy it. You know what? That would be the that would be the card that Nintendo will pull here. They'll have uh, Game Boy Advance go there, and the big special thing they'll do is they will translate Mother Three, and they'll put it there. And immediately they'll have these sign up. They'll have ten full signups. <laughs> no, <laughs> ten. Damn, you might be very getting a little optimistic there, huh? I that would be something that Nintendo could do uh, because they wouldn't technically be putting the game in stores or even on their eShop. 
<laughs> I mean, that's a good way to sell it, isn't it? If Game Boy Advance showed up and that was there, you know what they'll do? Game Boy Advance will show up and that'll just be part of the Japan one. Yep. <laughs> like, why isn't it here? Like, telling you, it's going to happen. <sighs> Sebastian says, hey guys, I recently scored a JVC XI. I never got to experience the Sega CD. And I'd love to get into it on the original hardware, but most of the games I want to play are way too expensive. Yeah, the, I think Sean used to have one, or may still have one, the XI, which is the Sega CD thing that JVC brought out. It's like this tiny um, Sega CD um, unit. They're really expensive and really low. Um, was it the CDX? The, um, the small little? Yeah, that's the one. It's, yeah. um, well, no, the CDX, but there's also another model, which... Oh. Which was the the um, XI? Okay. Danny Boy says, "Anyone play New World? If so, thoughts." Evan and Click played New World, and they talked about yeah. it in person at too many games. So they must really like it. One hundred and seventy <laughs> hours uh, so far. The wow! If you're playing it, don't don't speed through it. They they were not ready for Endgame, and there's so many bugs, so many problems. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I'm okay. probably about one hundred and thirty in. Um, I think. Jeez. Yeah, hold on hold on i'm with the group hold on <laughs> click what? said she couldn't play tales of arise because it would take yeah. too many hours to play through it no because i said it took too many hours that would eat into my new world time. oh okay 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 the uh -huh. truth comes out okay Come at me. <laughs> juice man vaughn says i say give the expansion six 12 months to make a more solid consensus about where it stands however nintendo cannot drop uh, drip feed content yeah i mean there's a good chance that in a year people look at it and they're like okay that's better but uh, the good news is it's optional. It's not like the $20 one where we were like, well, that that's, or what, we, nothing. that's what we're getting. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's it. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think that's a good idea. If you have to like pause for a minute and wonder if it's worth it to you because you don't play animal crossing, then just yeah. hold off. I would just yeah. hang out for a little bit and see what, see what they do. Yeah. I mean, if, if they're not getting signups, like they think they should, then they'll start probably adding stuff to it. This so golden eye. <laughs> they might. <laughs> uh q says if nintendo would drop we bowling 99 on the nintendo switch online nobody oh, would play yeah. i would play that immediately <laughs> and that would be absolutely incredible if they put amazing. you in a bowling alley and you could look left and look right and it's just endless lanes all the way down be because amazing. you have amazing oh my god yeah you have like like 48 other people on either side of you or something like that that would be so cool marky says i'm mowing the lawn and drinking melbourne nice <laughs> uh tom says for those that have Nintendo switch online already no one is talking about the pro rate discount for the upgrade let's say when you upgrade it's discounted to 10 to 20 dollars yeah it depends on when you signed up they'll just like they'll, they'll basically cut it down um depending on what you've signed up for recently steve said just got my copy of metroid dread graded by wada i'm selling it for, i'm selling it after oh for 32 million dollars i'll use that to buy thousands more just rinse and repeat rdt playing balan by thanksgiving Steve's got to figure it out. I have, some, I have some more super chats to go through here, but I want to do some outros as well as we finish up with them. Let me go over to Miss Click. Where can everyone find you? Yeah, thanks for having me. You can find me here on YouTube as um, Miss Click Gaming, um, where I did just post my Animal Crossing discussion, reaction, all that stuff is on there. If you're wanting to see more in depth on my opinion on things, it is there. Um, otherwise, you can find me live almost every day on Twitch except for Sundays, and that is misclick underscore live. Other than that, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram as just misclick. I really wish I didn't fall out of Animal Crossing. People seem so happy about that expansion. Bro, they added, like, actually a lot of things in that people have been wanting for so hmm. long, including in the previous games. So, like, I, I know people who don't cry. They were legitimately, like, so thrilled because it's been, like, decades. 
And this is uh, Victor says, can someone explain analog OS? And if I will ever get an analog pocket? Well, they don't have pocket, but I'm not sure of it. MVG had to even ask Twitter, like, what is this? <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still confused, but I think what's happening is they're just adding a operating system known as Analog OS to all their existing products that's like a unified OS oh, um, okay. across the board to kind of just make things a lot more streamlined. I think that's what they're doing. Okay. Joel says, fun fact, PlayStation Plus gave me a ton of Genesis and Dreamcast games for the PS3 back in the day. I have proof they did it. They did too. Sega might be cheap to license. Fox Den says a big, uh, big hello. Hoping all of you guys are having a great night. You guys rock. I watched a lot of the group's channels and wanted to say keep up. That was oh, that was from Fox Den earlier. Thanks, Fox Den. Thumb says Dreamcast guy. Are you afraid to take a walk at night? You run into PlayStation Two man in an alleyway. Doom Slayer says Ten Switch Online um, plus expansion pack will be worth it if it included hot weenus. <laughs> Doesn't hurt. There you go. Nate, you want to let everyone know where they can find you? They can find me on YouTube at Nate the Hate and on Twitter at Nate the Hate, followed by the number two. MVG and myself will have a podcast up next week, going into a slightly deeper dive into the N64 and the future of Nintendo Switch Online. Right now, we have a podcast discussing the new Nintendo Switch hardware that Bloomberg had reported. We go into some additional details that they had not reported, including launch window timing when developers got dev kits and some details like that. So you can find that on the channel right now it's a uh, trip says hello spawncast hope all is well spawn wave when are you buying rg5 bal in wonder world <laughs> he already has it he's he's good to go just he's, he's waiting for the word that it's sold enough fish fan says thanks for another great show spawn crew shout out to mi85 what's the chance that rgt misses next week due to internet issues 50 50 <laughs> he should be here next he'll be here next week he'll tell us all about his new place i'm sure uh, and this is, I don't know if we need to hear that. <laughs> Shinru says Nintendo Live interviewed a Square Enix rep about Kingdom Hearts coming to Switch natively. Apparently, it's still on the table. When could we no, see it? I'm gonna say probably never. <laughs> I mean, that response was one of the weirdest PR statements. It was I've ever strange, seen wasn't it? Of, like, are you guys gonna do a native version? It's undecided. Why did you release Cloud then? Well, that's what we. That's the version that we knew we could bring to the Switch. What? <laughs> what do you mean it's undecided you made the decision donovan says favorite game undecided, in the... man. donovan asks favorite game in the fallout series i'm going with three i like fallout three new vegas three. yeah three or new vegas i'm um, go back back and forth on those two yeah shinru says hey nate and mg could the next switch uh release be two ver oh two versions one sports physical games for 450 digital only for 350 sports 4k 60 fps games if Nintendo wants to have a digital only SKU available, yes. Okay. Sean says Xbox fridge holds up to 12 cans per target. Uh, Danny says, did anyone see David Jaffe's PS2 God of War game director review of Metroid Dread? He gave up on the game after five hours in and said the game had a ter we'll say terrible game design. Hmm. We talked about that earlier. <laughs> did, and then uh, Deathblow, did OJ permanently quit the Spawncast? He did not. Chew back hopefully in a couple of weeks after his vacations all done. We should have an FAQ on the start. We of should. The <laughs> tab. No, no, on vacation. no one reads it. No Sean one is moving it. house. Dreamcast <laughs> guy left early. They'll all be back. We promise. Tun says it's horrible that Mercury's team has that policy. Uh, they are hurting the future of their employees by not having them credited. Indeed. 
Jay Thomas says, is anyone else worried that Nintendo won't carry over the ability to, to use its official N6, oh, N64 Super Nintendo Nintendo controllers on its next generation system? I, I think it'll still work because it's, it's just synced through like Bluetooth. So I feel like that's hopefully something they'll do. Matanumi says, I also work in a creative industry, hours on hundreds of shows. I haven't gotten credit once. It's just the way it is. Thankfully, at least we have a decent union and I can find work when it's busy. Hmm. Jared says, in Samus Returns, you could scan to find breakable blocks. You actually have a scan in this one, too, by the way. I want to say that. You do have a way to scan. It's later on. So if he's five hours in, there should be a way to scan. If he had played more, (laughs) he would have found that out. Donovan Donovan says, MVG, your soft background effect. Is it from a specific camera or the result of a certain software? And if so, which one? It's the NVIDIA. What's it called? You know, the NVIDIA thing. Yeah, the NVIDIA broadcast. Yeah, Yeah. broadcast. Yep. Yep. Ryan says, opinion on an easy mode for dread. Bosses are too hard. I didn't. I, I think I'm okay with the difficulty on it myself. I don't. I mean, the, they have a hard mode. It gets harder. If yeah, it, it makes feel better. I didn't find normal mode to be like super difficult. It's challenging. It's challenging. It's, where I mean, I think the most I had to attempt the boss was maybe four or five times. It was just mostly figuring out the pattern. Yeah. But I could have seen them implement some sort of. I don't want to call it an easy mode, but just when you went through a different phase of a boss, maybe you got extra health. Right, you that can, could though, assist the do... player in that type of sense. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be you mad know. if it had an easy mode, but it doesn't. So, right. the, I don't the know. Boss, <laughs> I mean, the bosses do a good job of rewarding you, though. If you're parrying and doing the yeah, the, you're right. Dodges right. They do give you extra missiles, missiles, and extra health. health, whole thing. Yeah, it's just you can, yeah. yeah. You just have to be patient, like learning that pattern. And there were multiple times where I was playing last night. One of the bosses was kicking my butt. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm not mad at the game, I'm mad at myself. Games like Metroid, you have to get mad at yourself, you can't get mad at the game. It's like, why am I not getting the pattern? And you have to kind of analyze that and capitalize on it. And I mean, the game is pretty giving with checkpoints. Yeah. yeah. It's not like, yeah. you don't really, you're never going into a boss battle with like low health and low items. You're typically fully equipped. Marky says, I'm 18 hours in the Kena, playing on hard, good value. Old Taco says Mario Galaxy 2 had sunshine throwback levels, but changed around mechanics from sunshine to be enjoyable. Galaxy 2 does sunshine better than sunshine. Everything Ian's... does sunshine better than sunshine. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Ian says, I have never played a Mega Man game, but have wanted to try them out. Would you recommend Mega Man or Mega Man X for a total noob? I like Mega Man X more, but you can't go wrong. They're, the collections are almost always on sale. You can get a collection, one of the collections for like 10 bucks, and it has like five Mega Man games in it. So I just pick up one or even both of them and see what you think. I like X, though. X is good. Shinru says, I must want to return Metroid Dread because of hearing how bad the people who worked on the game are treated. Just credit those who worked on it. Mercury Steam. Be kind to those who worked hard. Jonathan says, have you have any of you played Tales of Arise? It's my game of the year. I'm still playing it. It's a long game and I keep getting sidetracked with other games. But yes, I'm going to finish it before the game awards. I am going to do it. It is a good game. I'm 20 hours into it. So I think I'm like halfway done. I'm like 10 hours into it. I got sidetracked with dread and yeah the crisis trilogy long yep. actually is that game i think it's supposed to be almost 40 hours i think 36 40 I mean, hours i think so yeah. many games i have to play like it looks cool i watch people play and i'm like it looks fun mm. i mean it's fully it's fairly linear in the yes. tale sense it's a corridor well, you have rpg to level up though right it's not something you can just go through with the story like there's sometimes you have to grind right i've well, had to grind a couple of times yeah. yeah yeah that's what sucks that's what catches me yeah uh, Mr. Job says, thanks, Nate, for the Tetris Effect recommendation last week. That was a good recommendation. Oh, that game is amazing. Nye says, uh, well, why people still care about awards isn't sales more important? I mean, technically, yes, but I mean, it, 
the awards is something that everyone gets to kind of talk about and go over at the end of the year. So, and we have a whole show to look forward to where they're going to announce, you know, different games. It's more entertainment, basically. Justin says, Life is Strange, True Colors, Game of the Year, nominee, period. Jose says, Just beat Neo 2 and the expansion. M says, Splatoon is easily the most overrated. <laughs> I was like, I had to look at Click's reaction on that. Overrated? Oh, uh, bad? Sean, okay. Sean, uh, Sean says, what, uh, what kind of upper was in the banana nut bread? What kind of what, bro? No, I can't. Hold on, we're gonna. Am I in the RGT tonight? What is going on? I can't. I can't handle caffeine. I can't handle no substances. Yo, girl, anything crazy I do or any amped up I get, that's all from. That's the rage within. You know what I mean? Like, I can't. I'm. I can't. I don't do it. Like, I. I drink coffee and I. I she got some caffeine, caffeine. or she was like dancing around in the back of woods panel. Bro. <laughs> No, because he's he did say mm-hmm. something and it resonated with me. So I was mm. like, ah, oh, yeah. and then show us time to dance. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, like. He he said Hades was like his favorite indie game on the Switch, and Click was like, it's time to dance. All right, Hades. <laughs> All right, yeah, come on, man. You don't you don't need substances to have fun. Shadow of Nexus says uh, Cyber Shadow should be game of the year. Thomas says, do you guys think Nintendo will make a blockchain game in the future? I'm going to say probably not. Didn't work out for mm. Cookie Mama. Uh, Shinru says, should Nintendo have done a la carte style for the online? Maybe 10 for NES, 20 for Super Nintendo, 30 for 64. That just seems like that would get real confusing real fast. Yeah, that's way too many options. Lala then counters Nate by saying, Nate, what are Yankees off-season moves since their season was cut short uh, dramatically and sadly? I would get rid of Boone. Embarrassingly, even. Go on. Sorry. I, what? <laughs> I would fire Aaron Boone. He's gone. They already got rid of the rest of the coaching staff. So get rid of Boone. Start fresh with the fresh, brand new coaching staff and manager. Sign Rizzo. Get rid of uh, Joey. He couldn't hit. Uh, definitely make some trades. You need to get another starting pitcher. Your, our ace with Garrett Cole only through two innings against the Red Sox in the wild card mm. game. You need a better, you need a better ace. You need an ace that can go six solid innings and in a playoff start. Well, you Jeez. should fight. You should get rid of whoever um, allowed the Red Sox to beat you. Red Sox are technically the f- higher ranked wild card. So this is sports cost. Joe, Joe says, I, I, there's a lot of moves. You oh, have to make in this off season. If they want to be contenders next year, Joe says, I love and you all. Really like park has to get rid of the green monster. Cause it robbed. Jean Carlos Stanton of two home runs in the wild card oh game. Oh my to the gosh, point where let it go. Said, let it go. Hitting it to left center field. I'm just going to hit it to right field and hit a home oh, run, which he did. Let's, let's feel bad for the millionaires. Huh. Uh, Joe says, I love you all. I really look forward to seeing you every Saturday after work. Please keep it up. Uh, let's go over to MVG. Where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and on YouTube at Modern Vintage Gamer. Check out my video that I dropped today about my um, thoughts on the Nintendo Switch Online expansion, and I will have a new video out on Monday as well. Okay. What about Jordan Fringe? Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, you can find me at Jordan Fringe on YouTube. We're about to hit, I think, tonight or in the morning, 125,000. Thank you for the support Woo! on the content this week has been really incredible. And I'll be streaming more on Twitch at Jordan Fringe on Twitch as well. You got my clapper for you, Jordan. Truly. 
Truly Epic says new Saints Row gameplay looks pretty good. Uh, I think the aesthetic is the only thing that's really turned a lot of people off of that game. <laughs> uh, and then Andrew says, uh, what is, oh, literally what is unique or innovative about Kana? I think the idea of kind of mixing kind of the Pikmin, the idea of kind of the, the Pikmin gameplay with some of the action adventure elements. I just like the visual style of it. I think it, it looks pretty it, good. And it, considering it was made by a smaller studio, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. The visual, I think it's the visual and the atmosphere for sure that they have. It's it's like a Pixar movie if it was like a video game. Achievement says Nintendo announces Switch Party Chat tied to expansion pack. <laughs> Marky says not buying Xbox fridge till it holds a slab of MV. <laughs> uh, uh, then we have, oh, this is from gaming saying hot wieners. That is all. <laughs> That's an interesting super chat. <laughs> That's the way it is. Uh, Evan, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter, Kimmerx Project, if I'm ever doing anything live. Double or check Streamlabs real quick. Go I've ahead. got projects <laughs> coming up. You know, you can check out there. I'll usually post up what I'm doing there throughout the week. Did you just post a bunch of hot wieners in the chat? <laughs> we have the ability to do that? I'm just saying people can spam it right now if they want. I'm okay with it. We have the ability. to. Is that like an emoji we have? It, it's a standard emoji. Wow. That, that's an emoji that comes with the internet, John. <laughs> Not, wow, don't were, even need an expansion pack. They were ahead of it. They were ahead of uh, of of Nate on that one. Wow. Couple they of, knew okay, the so, was coming. A couple of Streamlabs. Uh, Mobeast Gaming says doing an epic nostalgia game night sleepover with my buddy. He's got a couple arcade sticks, a trophy for a tournament, using a Series S for emulation, getting pizza and wings. Any recommendations to make this night even more epic? Mario Strikers. Hmm. that's a good call you're welcome jay cannon says i think they're testing a dlc style game pass they increase their subscription base and also increase the sales of older games example i have nintendo switch online for mario kart and smash i don't own zelda oh i get this free dlc with my nintendo switch online i'll buy zelda embrace the wall of wieners sure. lock uh no message here <laughs> thanks block Pyra says with the new Switch Online tier, uh, what uh, what do you think of the perspective of Nintendo Switch Online is still cheaper than buying all games on a virtual console individually, in my opinion, for someone into all those games, it works out, but sucks for someone who only wants Zelda or something. Well, even Zelda, if you bought it physically, is still pretty expensive, but compared to obviously what we had on the Wii U, yeah, I, I kind of see that. Mithra says, hey, MG, since you and Nate's podcast about Switch 4K, I've been thinking about Linux Proton Layer but don't know much about how it works. Would something like that work for a next-gen Switch or would it still need patches for every single game? Need patches. Yeah. DJ says, it was wonderful meeting everyone at Too Many Games. I also don't feel the Nintendo Switch online expansion is worth $50, but you know what is worth $50? This one guess. Love you guys. Hey. Thanks, DJ. Thank I appreciate you. that. Uh, and I think that is... Look at all these hot wiener emojis. Isn't it great? In Twitch chat too, which is usually a uh, bit slower. Really, even in Twitch, wow! Yeah. And you know what? Spreading the I think wiener I love. It up before. Oh gosh! Rob Gronkowski did an oh, interview, and he said, God. "Whenever I am oh, in the Rhode Jesus Island region Christ. playing the Patriots, I go to Oneyville <laughs> and I get myself oh, a couple hot wieners about with a glass of coffee milk." Leslie is about Ron. Rob, question Wes authority. Think Rob for yourself. Rob Thanks for watching, Wesley. Wesley, oh, real quick, Wesley asked, "Did you all hear the Resident Evil Four is coming to Oculus Two and VR?" Yes, I'm actually going to try to check that out. I think that'll be interesting. Tosh Toshiri says, uh, "Does any everyone in the family plan for expansion pack get access to the Animal Crossing DLC?" I'm going to say yes, but I cannot okay. confirm that. Everyone in the uh, the family plan get access to the Animal Crossing I DLC. Think, I think what people were saying is like it's individual, so everybody gets their own. DLC. Right. 
Yes. Okay. Very good. Very good. Uh, I guess that's going to do it here for the spawn cast. Thanks everyone for joining. It is just a wall of hot dogs in the chat right now. Wieners. Wieners. Same picture of a hot dog. (laughs) Okay. Thanks everyone for joining us. We'll be back next Saturday night. 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you guys then. Yeah, you got the hot dog in the wiener bun. Question authority.